Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, you are well, and Walker's coming soon, so we'll probably be back weekly podcast, that's a different name every week, Media Tour, just all the stuff, it's here, alright, we're talking about it, that's, you don't care, we gotta get started, that's all that matters, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm half Sly's here, what's up Sly, how you doing Sly? Hi, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm here, he's here, yeah, good interview by the way Sly, post it on your YouTube channel please, anyway, I'm asking you, please do it, you had a good one. All the Fine. all the deep Fine. dungeon people were really excited about your interview slide. That's it. That's all I gotta know. Okay. Nobody's excited about Koi Koi, but nope, not a single person, myself included. We also have some. Fuck <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <Not> a single <laughs> person. Uh, my title didn't update, by the way. I'll fix that. But anyway, uh, also we have a couple guests uh, because Sly and I are definitely not enough to handle this all on our own. So first, bringing on Healer Extraordinaire, the person who will tell you, "Hey, Scholar's not doomed." It's Momo. <laughs> you actually stole yeah. my intro. I was actually going to say the exact same thing. Um, so what is your intro now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I got to think. You know, my name's Momo. I play healer. I mean, I play, every, I play everything but uh, bard and some casters, so. Uh, scholar burr. Scholar, scholar go zoom? Zoom? Yeah. Zoom? Yeah. yeah. Zoom, zoom. zoom. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Alright, well, welcome, and for the first time on State of the Realm, though, I have had the privilege of doing a show with them in the past over on Mog Talk, we have Stall. We have the Bard Extraordinaire, the person who is cheering for that job, and I'm excited to have her here. Hi, Stall. Hi, I'm Stall. I only play Bard and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I've seen you play other things sometimes. Sometimes, but not at a really good level. I would say mainly range player, yeah. Stall mm-hmm. underselling yourself right at the get go. <laughs> I know that life. I I never oh, I never sell myself well enough, right, Sly? Right. Sly tries to. Get it's it's a lot of self. Yeah. It, it's a lot of self deprecation here. So. <laughs> Definitely, I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get started, we do have a couple things. One, we'll be using this scene again. This scene's been getting a lot of use for State of the Realm with the giant thing in the middle, because Sly made some very nice graphics for some of the changes and the tooltips that we'll be going over. So we'll be going to those one at a time once we actually get started. Thank you, Sly, for compiling that. I was going to do it, and then I realized Sly's was better. So I just let him do it instead, which is usually the case whenever we both do something. A. A. Speaking of A, I'm almost picture. I'm a fan. Always. Hey! Hey! hey. <laughs> That's me when I see Scholar isn't dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad that you Oh, you that. had no idea how satisfying it was. I saw the, oh, oh after that job trailer, I had to go into the bounce discard, type like essays left and right, telling people to calm down, it's not that bad, relax, it's just a job trailer. I was so satisfying. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that later in the show, but first, we do have a couple sponsors, we don't have to spend too long on this, because as I said in the pre-show, I don't know if they even, I don't know if they even care how this, this actually goes. Sly was like, oh my god, please, just let our sponsors, just, just do a good job, Haps, and I'm like, I'm doing a good job, I'm just being casual about it. Thank you to Steel Series for sponsoring, we will be starting the weekly giveaways again soon for those, or the monthly giveaways, sorry, this is not, not weekly giveaways, it's, it's too much. But they've been uh, supporting the channel, they've been supporting the podcast for years now, 
And of course, we have the discount code, the link, but we will be doing giveaways again, probably starting in November itself proper. We'll be doing monthly giveaways for Steel Series Harvest. Thank you to them. Also, thank you to our sponsors over on Patreon who support. They don't get anything extra for doing it. They just do it because they want to, and we love them for that. So thank you to them. Thank you to Steel Series again. And with that, let's get started. Sounds good? Sounds good. Mm-hmm. So we had a quick discussion before the show started, what role we wanted to start with, because we're just going over media tour stuff, sharing our thoughts, sharing our perspectives, especially after having a few more days to digest it and see community response. We agreed to tanks. So, fair, start with tanks. Yep. Start in. Everybody got TB in. All right, let's go to DPS. Um... (laughs) Not wrong. Uh... We'll start with Dark Knight in particular. I've got the Dark Knight one up on this, because I think we need to do Dark Knight first. I think if we save this for later, it's, we're, it's, we gotta get this out of the way. We gotta, we gotta do Dark Knight first, so. That's why they didn't get a new TBN. They got something new, but it's not, they had TBN already. Yeah. So how would you summarize Dark Knight? A mini TBN? <laughs> I mean, Dark Knight got less defensively than the other tanks. However, they got some very serious, uh, like, burst windows now. Mm-hmm. Like, Shadowbringer being on a two-charge means that you're going to have a practically 1,200 potency uh, line AoE uh, every two minutes, every, ideally, because mm-hmm. you're not gonna, you're not going to do it on cooldown just because you can hold it for every two-minute burst window, which is your, uh, you know, bigger... Uh, windows. <clears throat> then you have that self-detonate salt and darkness on the salted earth, which is a uh, very strong 500 potency. No, that can change With as well. With no but... fall off, also. Yeah. Very yep. important. It's very strong, especially in AOE. Uh, oblation, uh, you know, it's definitely probably a bit weaker than like something like, I don't know, blood wedding from warrior or like, uh, like intervention, but it is on two charges, which gives it some, uh, kind of versatility because you can technically do it like back to back. Which might be like nice in some scenarios. Yeah, I've never been Dark Knight's never been one that I really resonated with as a tank. But I don't look at this and think terrible. But I do look at the other tanks and it's kind of got. I think Dark Knight's a scholar of the tanks right now more than anything yeah. else. It's uh-huh. uh, they didn't get because every other tank, like you said, they got a TBN. Dark Knight's like I've been living this life for years now, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that's that's old shit. We don't care. We don't care at all. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't know, I mean, I'm okay with this. I'm probably still not going to play it, but you talk about the Shadow... Also, calling the skill Shadowbringer, not to mention. Um, being 600 in a line, I do then, when we get to the other tanks, I'm less excited when I think of Shadowbringers, just because I get to Gunbreaker, and there's... They got well, they, they got something pretty juicy themselves, too. The main thing to keep in mind about Shadowbringer that the other tanks don't really compare to is that it's off GCD. Now, off GCDs are... Technically, I, I I view them as uh, a little bit stronger, especially for like um, like burst windows, just because the issue of GCDs is that you you can only use them every two point five seconds. With these off GCDs, you can weave them between every GCD, uh, which gives you more damage under those that very short period of time. So something like I don't know, like warriors, you know, big you know smackdown hit or like paladins, like you know, confidio combo. It's not necessarily in the same playing field, just because those are GCD combos. Whereas Shadowbringers and Salt and Darkness are both uh, off GCD. If that makes any sense. No, it makes complete sense. Do you think that that uh, 
because Warrior, we'll talk again about Warrior in a little bit, but you mentioned Warrior's big hit being on the GCD, Dark Knight's being off, generally all of Dark Knight's new stuff being off. Do you think that gives mm-hmm. them a, a more distinctive playstyle between Warrior and Dark Knight? That's been a huge top talking point for the past couple of years, mostly because of Delirium and Interrelease, and we still kind of see that here, but do, do you feel like Dark Knight and Warrior kind of have a more distinguished difference now with them being more off-global focused? I never thought they were the same, honestly. I, like, they both, like, if you've ever played Dark Knight and Warrior, especially, like, at that, you know, higher level, they do have distinct, like, like, uh, like differences, right? Like, um, the playstyle of Dark Knight, it's very heavy, uh, off-global cooldown based. It's very tight on, like, mana management, especially when you're trying to, like, maximize your edge of darknesses under, uh, like, raid buffs, for example. Uh, Warrior is very GCD focused. They don't really have as many off GCDs. Now that's technically kind of changing, I think, in, uh, Endwalker, cause they have, Onslaught, which is like a three charge now, and uh, you're still gonna be spamming up people, I think. Absolutely. Stall, how much tanking do you do out of curiosity? Because I saw you're actually, uh, you were leveling the tank on. Uh, uh, was it guy? On light. On light, there it is. There it yes, because of the Ubu female group. Mm. But I actually don't really play t- <laughs> The only tank I played was Dark Knight, but I only played it for like a couple days. I'm just sad that Blood Weapon is still 10 seconds. Yeah. I, I think that's a, it's so stupid. How did they fix uh, the I forgot about Blood Weapon. Uh, and the whole Unleash thing is still being under spell suite. It's like, oh my god. So How? So yeah, Stall brings in a few other points about Dark Knight still. Um, it still does have several things that are associated as spells, especially their AoE. Which, uh, if, if anyone wasn't aware, skill speed and spell speed work on weapon skills and uh, magic separately. And it means sometimes they have a 2.5 GCD and sometimes they have their skill speed playing into effect, whether they have any or not. And that does factor into this and one other tank that does make for some important optimization. So did, how, how against blood weapons staying the same are you, Momo? <laughs> um... I do think it's an issue. It, even though it's not as much of an issue for me as like other people, I do think that something like that is detrimental to the game's health. I don't know why it wasn't changed or fixed to be the same as like every other uh like you know buff in the game. Because from my understanding, blood weapon isn't actually ten seconds. It's actually like a little bit uh, less than ten seconds because of the way yeah. it activates. So like I don't know why that's a thing. Um, you know, if anybody ever hears this, yeah, please change blood weapon. <laughs> And they I guess another thing, yeah. another thing to consider, uh, small thing, uh, disclaimer again, as if we haven't had these in every fucking video that's come out this week. Um, nothing's final. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it says it on the yeah, screen, but Sly's gonna say it out loud for you in case you mm-hmm. can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I kinda agree. I hope they kinda make that change because it seems kinda odd, uh, for them not to even touch it. It is, it is strange, and, and Stahl, we'll get into uh, yours and my territory a little bit later. Obviously, there's a bit of an overlap with this <laughs> issue. Um, and it, it is strange, because it seems that the, the explanation given to it is mostly that they don't want every job to be on that exact same charge or stack system, because then everything mm-hmm. feels the same. And you get it, but it's also kind of griefing that it's not that way at the same time. Do you, do you think there's any merits to the, we just don't want everything to be exactly the same kind of point that, uh, that we have? 
I think it would also be fine if this made the same as every other 10 second buff in the game. I don't know why it's not the same as every other 10 second buff in the game. Okay. There you go. That's it. Definitive. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. And I do know that my volume is always lower. It's because my mic is over here. And I move around like an idiot. So that's all that is. So apologies. All right, I'll probably do some... Mod- Everyone sounds fine to me, but I'll do some audio checks all the same. No, don't turn me down. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's going to start whispering after I've done it, and that's it. Uh, okay, so Dark Knight, I think we can we can say we've uh, we've kind of just hit all the major points. I think we should just move right into Warrior then. I think all the rest of the... Te- Actually, I think Paladins could be a discussion, but Warrior, I think, is probably the least discussable of all of them. Um in mm-hmm. releases three stacks, they get an extra skill, it's on 60 second cooldown, and Beast Gauge is untied to a bunch of stuff, essentially. There is one actual, well, there's like two things that I guess that kind of make Warrior different now, right? Because like, uh, as far as I know, IR is still the same as it functions today, like it still does crit direct hits, right? Yeah, but it only affects the weapon skills now, it does not affect <laughs> the OGCDs, does not affect the auto attacks. It does it okay, only that's... affects the GCDs that you're using. Now. Yeah, so that's that's pretty good. My only concern with that kind of stuff is that um, so as of today, Warrior is that job that kind of doesn't very it doesn't <sighs> basically because IR is on a sixty second cycle now. It's not it's going to be uh, technically worse today or worse than Inwalker when it comes to uh, uh, critical critical hit buffs, uh, direct hit buffs like that. It's going to get less value because uh, right now it's on a 90 second quota, which means your two minute windows are actually uh, okay for like that kind of situation. An Endwalker, uh, it's going to line up with like every single chain. It's going to line up with every single battle voice. It's going to line up with every single litany. So in those situations, uh, it's going to be a bit odd. And I wonder how they're going to bounce around that, if they're going to bounce around that. See, for me, since we have Warrior and Dark Knight, I want to bring up a topic that I think we could bring up for a lot of other jobs, but we'll touch on it now so we can maybe save some time. Uh, there's some cursed shit going around of what might be optimal and what might not be. <laughs> and Warrior oh, no. is on that list. <laughs> no, stop. The pre-pull at 15 seconds in a release because it lasts 30 seconds now. So you can pre-pull. Yeah, I saw that. I kind of hope that's not a thing just because like that's something they don't want to do in the first place. Like they've, Ever since Heavensward, right, they've strayed away from pre-pull stuff, right? Like, they got rid of yeah. Aether Flow, um, or they got rid of Aether pre-pull. You know, they got rid of, you know, cards pre-pull. I'm sure you remember, you know, good old double balance pulls back in Heavensward. I mean, yeah, but we have it in a different way kind of now. Like, right yeah. now in Shadow. It's just, you don't, pull, it's not a specific card. Actually, no, I've, I've had to jump off for Astro still this expansion. <laughs> What yeah, about? I mean, you still have to, yeah, you still have to pre-pull a card, but like, it's not the same effect, right? Like, you know, back in Heavens already, if you didn't pull back-to-back balance cards, you just wait until you, you know, got that double balance, so it's yeah. kind of a... Uh, I've waited around for five minutes before for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely have. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's a rising topic. There's a lot of theory crafting going on into that stuff about on fights where it could actually get you an extra one versus, uh, and mm-hmm. still being in line with buffs, basically giving windows to people who may be more forgetful to, like, still remember to hit them. or There's, like, a whole bunch of benefits to it. I'm seeing all sorts of... Cur- I mean, I came up with a Cursed Monk opener for the exact same thing, and I was like, okay, at least it's only Monk, and now as time has gone on, I'm seeing pre-pull Delirium, pre-pull Mechio, pre-pull Inner Release, 
pre-pull, obviously still Astro, one card. Like, I'm seeing all of every, all this cursed shit that's starting to come out because this stuff is usable outside of combat. And Warrior is not immune to this, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, I think it really depends. Like, it's, a lot of people like to use RDPS as like a metric for tanks, but in my opinion, you know, ADPS is way more important, especially for things like Dark Knight, where Dark Knight's like actually the lowest rate DPS tank, but in the right environment, uh, in like the right group, Dark Knight is very, very strong, arguably the second best tank ahead of Paladin in terms of DPS. And it also depends on comp, of course. Yes. And the fight, obviously. Yeah. Some fights are more conducive to that. But, I mean, Warrior is just... The other thing is, the difference between Warrior and Dark Knight, is the amount of sustain that all the other tanks seem to have gotten, and then they still just looked at TBN and went, yeah, we don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight. And that's a good point, actually, because Bloodwedding and Ace and Flash, it's kind of funny because I see some people complain about it, because, like, I guess it, like, ruins, like, the HPS optimization of Warrior. But, like, if I was a Warrior, I'd be, I'd be like ecstatic, like, because now it's just a flat 400 potency per hit, which means it also scales with um, HP increasing effects, like, uh, or HP increasing uh, actions, like uh, Nature's Men, you know, Thrill of Battle, things like that. Yeah. So that's that's very strong. Yeah, and not to mention they got a regen added to Equilibrium. They still have Path, which, you know, is always there. And they'll still be using this with uh, Infuriates and, and Primal Rend and stuff. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they think about Warrior. They look absolutely disgusting from a defensive standpoint. And that's in line with the way they are now. Yeah. So you're leveling Warrior. Are you actually playing Warrior? Why, why are, you, are you? Not right. No. Not right now. Not right now. Um, I'm kind of trying to focus on Red, uh, Red Mage. I did say stall, but you too, Sly. I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you said. I thought you said Sly. I couldn't hear it. Uh, yeah, I had to get to turn down a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be playing Warrior and Ulu actually. I have no idea how this job works. <laughs> I don't think you'll have that bad of a time. I saw. I think you'd be fine on tanks. You yeah. think? So? I'm so worried about pulling right. bosses, like specifically Garuda. Garuda's a little toxic because she's small, but it's, yeah. yeah, it could yeah. be worse. <laughs> There's, there's certainly worse things that can happen than Garuda not being in the exact spot. Because after the beginning, it's it's fine. But it's it's, I I think you'll be fine, Stall. Stall, you 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 are a good player. Just let me <laughs> tell yourself that, okay? I, I try my best. World second T extraordinaire. <laughs> World second T. Oh, I try no. my best. <laughs> no, <it>. don't. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was not on Warrior. I'll, I'll say, I'll, 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 lean, I'll lean into, I'll lean into your self-deprecation. De- I can't say, fuck it, we're moving on. Uh, self-deprecation. I couldn't say, I kept wanting to say deprecation. My body, and I tried three times and I gave up. That's it. <laughs> That's all there's to it. So yeah, Warrior I think is looking pretty sick. Uh, moving on to Paladin. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm, I'm actually a huge fan of the Paladin stuff. I, I mean, I like the, most of the tank stuff, but Paladin's my favorite tank, personally. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw some of their... Oh, actually, we missed a big thing with Warrior. Uh, Home Gang's 10 seconds in the... Yeah, oh, I... Yeah, I, I that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah, I, don't, I don't agree with that decision at all. <laughs> I don't either. Not if it's the same. Like, it, it's, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. That's... Completely mind-boggling to me. <laughs> Chances are not final. <laughs> it's good, but like it's like 
I feel like that's pretty unbalanced. <laughs> I, I would also agree, because then we go on the Paladin, and Paladin's like, hey, does that mean I go to 12? And they're like, no. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't mean that at all. Um, not that I think yeah. that would even really fix the imbalance with home being 10, because most I think 10 seconds is more than enough for anything. But well, yeah. Home being 2 is... Um, where it's, it's it's not as obvious if you haven't like been put in a situation where it requires it, but you can actually home game after busters have already registered versus hollowed ground, which you need to register before the cast ends, because of the way the effect on home game works. Yeah, but it's, it's really prevalent like uwu where like if you're taking like the the fire breath from like ifrit, you you don't have to home game as tightly as like some like uh, you know super bow light or uh, hollowed ground. Oh, Stahl's already here in Home Gang and Uwu, and she's just like... Oh, sorry, spoilers, my bad. I'm going to die. Okay. I think it was a spoilers issue. Um, but she's, she's now thinking, oh, I'm going to have to do that, huh? All right. Do I really have to? There's a good chance of the game. Oh, There's shit. a good chance. The, that, that's, not, that's not the one that you need to... Honestly, though, the other big home gang is not that bad. The homing missile and the yeah. the etheroplasm. The that one's not so bad. I, I'd say fire. I totally fire know how that works. You'll be all right. There's there's a little bit of tank swapping in the last phase stall. Just I have no idea how to tank swap. You press provoke, <laughs> and they shirk you. And then when they provoke you, you shirk them. There you go. Pro. Done. All right. Yes. <laughs> I trust. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I trust. I trust. Um, so moving on to Paladin. Um, Paladin has... I've seen more discussion about Paladin and Gunbreaker than I have seen about the other tanks. <clears throat> most people are just looking at the other, at Dark Knight and Warrior and either complaining about Enhanced Unmend for Dark Knight, which is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and or it's Warrior's... Oh, Warrior looks insane now, like you just said. Yeah. But Paladins I'm seeing are like... Uh, you may have just put us in a pretty weird predicament. So, like, we like Holy Shelter, we like Intervention, cover should be less uh, gauge than it is now. And then I see them get into the new combo. So they have the new combo after Confiteer that ends with the big AoE dot with Blade of Valor. <clears throat> but they're spells. So Paladins who optimize now are looking like, oh, so three more skills that aren't affected by my skill speed. How does that affect mm-hmm. my burst window? And I've seen some non-stop discussion about maybe just straight up abandoning two holy spirits inside of Request Cat well, and stuff like that. I don't think it should affect anything because that's how it, that's how it works today. So I don't necessarily think it's going to change too much. Well, right now apparently you abandon one holy spirit. Was the discussion? Yeah, if you're doing a sixty-second cycle, you do it with the. Four or fight or flight atonement windows. You do, uh, you drop in a holy spirit. Yeah, and it seems the discussion is now you'll drop two holy spirits. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently um, they're in uproar about that. They're like, I stopped making me cast less. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see how that actually feels. Uh, one actually really cool thing is that uh, holy spirit now procs divine veil. So now we no longer have to uh, GCD heal. See, I was wondering if it did because I fi- I didn't know if it counted as a spell effect for the sake of Divine Veil. That was the one thing I didn't mm-hmm. get to test was whether or not it yep. did. So I'm glad somebody did. <clears throat> also, the fact that they have all that healing. I think my biggest problem with Paladin is your spells still break your combo. I don't like that. Oh, really? I've never like yeah. I t- yeah, I that's, tested that's that. weird. Clemency breaks your combo now, and I tested it will still break your combo. Really? Yes. Even after the yeah, changes to a uh, range. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I made sure to test and with a lot that. of other jobs getting, yeah, with a lot of other jobs getting that, you know, you know, nothing will break comp. Well, most things won't break your combo treatment. Yeah. For them to not do that for Paladin is kind of weird. Oh, they did it for Shield Lob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sort of, maybe it's just because like their, their their range abilities are more impactful than the the other ones because they're actually like pretty damage heavy. But yeah, it's kind of weird. I just want to be able to save the raid with a clemency and finish my combo. That's all I'm asking for. I want to have the freedom to do it. I just I never like that it it destroys the combo, especially when I'm doing paladin solos. And I'm like, oh shit, clemency, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm not finishing this royal authority then. It's, uh, I guess I'll just abandon that. So. There's, uh, yeah. I think there's still some kinks to work out, but really it's hallowed ground and, and the spells. But other than that, I mean, I'm, I love this. <laughs> I, I fucking love this for Paladin. I'm all about anime swords everywhere. Yeah, the animations are beautiful. I just like that it's how anime it is. I don't even care about the anime. It's just, it's, you feel anime as fuck while you're doing it. Also, Spirits of Ed not being HP scaling anymore. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm glad that's gone. That should have been gone. Last expansion. The only, you know, the only reason why it was like that, right? <clears throat> Voice, I'm gonna need you, please. Because upheaval and right. <laughs> no, in Final Fantasy Eleven, spirits are then scaled with HP. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I guess spirits within existed before upheaval. Upheaval is technically a copy of spirits within. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they took it off upheaval and then didn't take it off spirits within. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I There's think something I want to talk about Paladin, but I can't remember. Um, blocking, Holy Sheltron, Intervention, Blade of Valor, Spells, Weapon Skills, Dot Potency, Gauge, still being defensive. I don't know, I can't think of anything else that you'd need to talk about. I mean, the self-healing from, like you said, with Holy Spirit, the Veil interaction, Veil healing, also. Uh, yeah, the Veil heal is kind of, it's, it, that one's actually, that's actually a good comparison, because Shake also got the same treatment, yeah. where, except it's, like, it's on 300, 300 Potency. The difference though is Veil is more restrictive in a way because currently sometimes you want to proc a Veil, uh, and like you'll use Veil like X seconds before, you know, actual damage goes out. I think a good example actually is Ultima where like you'll use Divine Veil, uh, after like the Ultima cast going into, you know, Ultima phase in, in Uwu and then you'll proc it right as it's, right as it's about to fall off. So it comes up again like really early on in that phase. That kind of situation is going to be much different than like shake because shake you just usually press it right before like damage goes out and you get the healing effect. Veil's not going to work the same. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's going to add some interesting like like a dichotomy between the two. Yeah. Um, apparently, another one here request uh, request cat makes spells instant without a trait now. So at level seventy in Ukab and Uwu, you'll have instant instant stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean that's considerable. That's that's definitely up there. I think actually a lot of jobs got some really good stuff for the old ultimates across the board. And I can't really think of one that got super screwed by it, at the very least. Um, yeah. So that that definitely plays in. People saying we didn't talk about Living Dead, and that's very deliberate. <laughs> wow. I mean, Living Dead. I don't think it's going to be as bad next expansion. Like the issue of Living Dead this expansion um, is that they. Removed two vital resources for healing living dead, convalescence and soul survivor. Both those two kind of, well, soul survivor is more niche, but sometimes it did attribute to healing, uh, living dead, walking dead. Um, and then they removed those two and also increased the maximum HP pools of all the party members to make healing, uh, quote unquote harder. But they didn't add anything to, uh, 
like circumvent that change for Dark Knight. So Dark Knight strictly got harder to heal this expansion than the previous ones on top of like the uh, increase to HP, which is really weird to me. I don't know why they didn't kind of like compensate for that. Yeah, a lot of people have wondered uh, <clears throat> if there was something they could do with like, some people just say throw a healing potency increase in on it just to make it easier. I've seen I saw one suggestion where someone said that your max HP should be lowered to fifty percent when you activate it, so you <laughs> it takes less heals to get you back to max or something like that. I was like, all right, weird idea, <laughs> but I see I see the thought process behind it. Yeah, I think just adding like a convalescence effect or less than a convalescence, more like a nature's min where it affects all healing probably would have been much better. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's a weird ability right now. It's been a weird ability forever. And I wonder yeah. what keeps them from changing it or making, or I wonder like what internally makes them go. More! <laughs> isn't it true? I thought Zeno had a uh, interview with them and he was like, it's because of the war. Yeah, it's true. Okay, let me let me be clear about something that is that is not stopping them with other changes they do. Astro not okay. having a nocturnal sect is a big lore thing. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. They literally have me and then neutral. And it's like, wait, why is this called neutral? Am I not always neutral now? Is neutral not just my state of being? <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, and then we know that they're actually, I think they said in a Dengeki interview today that they have to change some of the summoner quests to reflect the the changes that they're doing. But they cannot leave Oof. it exactly the same as it is. So they're, I don't think lore is, is, is a fine enough reason anymore. Yeah, getting monks getting chakra at level 15 when they're pugilist. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we can throw lore out the window as a good answer, or as an answer, period. I mean, I guess you're right, too, because they could just technically, I mean, even just make it a trait, right? Like, an Inwalker, it's a very big, you know, I feel like it's pretty common that they're not really getting rid of abilities anymore, more so than either adding another button to it by transforming it or uh, just upgrading it completely via trait. So I guess there's really no reason for them to be like, you know, after, like, level X or, like, whatever quest or, you know, whatever they decide to do, just have, like, a trait that increases the uh, restoration effects, you know, dealt upon you whenever you're in Walking Dead. I'm waiting for the TBN evolution where it's like salt, it's like salt and, uh, darkness where you can react. <laughs> like it either explodes naturally when it, when it blows up where you can press it again to blow it up for damage or something. I'm waiting on that change. Wildfire, but shield. <laughs> <laughs> I get hit six times. It blows up. Perfect. I got to time this with the boss autos and tank bus. Hey, I mean, we have healer wildfire. We have DPS wildfire. Now we just need tank wildfire. There you go. Makes perfect sense. Uh, speaking of the tank, last one is Gunbreaker. And this one I've actually seen some concern over. Um, so the, the biggest thing is Gunbreaker is almost 100% identical. They, they're that confident in their design. They made Nash and mm-hmm. combo, one button. Super Bowl, I'd last 10 seconds now. And then they gave them a two-cart spender, gave them a third cart. Bloodfest takes three carts and a follow-up to Burst Strike. And then they upgraded whatever and gave Aurora a second charge. You know, they're just the, yep. the standard stuff that they did. But apparently, like, Gunbreakers are going, like, their their burst window doesn't work for the job anymore or something I'm starting to see. Really? Yeah, I'm seeing, like, people saying, like, Bloodfest on pull into Gnashing Fang into, to get everything else inside of, like, buffs. What? Yeah. That's kind of what you do now, um, which, like, that's the commonly called, like, the Ray DPS opener where you do, like, Bloodfest uh, first GCD into, like, Gnashing Fang second. It's almost similar. 
Uh, Gunbreaker is probably the one I know the least about, just because, uh, like I like I agree that like Gunbreaker was like the perfect. It's like pretty much the perfect job as it is now. Um, you know, some people might not like continuation. I think that's you know that's that's a fair argument. But like outside of like uh, that, I think it's pretty much perfect. So I'm actually kind of happy. I was actually really worried about Gunbreaker going into Endwalker because I thought they were going to like really mess it up by like trying to like change the way the job worked. So I'm actually kind of glad it works the same. Um, I'm not not too familiar with the burst one does though. Yeah, apparently it's just a matter of trying to fit double down burst strike OG because now you also have OGCDs on burst strike that you need to fit. You still need to remember like I'm worried about players who aren't like super experienced because right now we mm-hmm. see when someone new picks up Gunbreaker and they're like, "Yo, I got continuation sweet." It's like mm-hmm. oh, you have defensives, you know that. Mm-hmm. that that's right? yeah, that's like the argument that I, like when people ever ask me like I usually tell people you know play whatever job you want to play because like if you like playing that job you're going to master it in, in one way or another. But yeah, Gunbreaker and Dark Knight do have a Technically, a little bit of a higher uh, skill ceiling for new players or floor for new players because they have to get used to weaving their defensive with their offensive. And both Gunbreaker and Dark they have a lot of offensive off global cooldowns, especially like in their burst windows. So that can interfere with uh, their thinking sometimes. And also, Gunbreaker has continuation, which I think does take a little bit of skill to get used to. And when maneuvering the boss, because like you can definitely tell when you have like a less experienced tank in your group when they're on, on Gunbreaker, and you just see like the the boss, the boss start, you know, taking like geometry lessons and going like at like forty five degree angles. Sounds like Fate Breaker when I see Gunbreakers <laughs> trying to move Fate Breaker. <laughs> yeah, that can uh, that can be a time. I I am curious though how much of their uh, final raid tier design carries over because hitboxes were pretty big deliberately in the most recent raid tier, and I think that helped with a lot of those kinds of movements, especially for players mm-hmm. just getting into raiding. So I'm curious how much that'll carry over into the yeah. next expansion, because I thought that was a great raid change for Eden's Promise. Uh, but yeah, Gunbreakers are a little scared, I, but they're also like d- 1,200 potency every minute, so do I really give a shit, I suppose? <laughs> yeah. That's it. I and think- it's, it's AOE, and it has the least amount of fall. It's actually almost similar to Misery in Fall Off, where it's only 20% versus yeah. like a lot of other tanks, which are like 50%. I don't think that I don't think that potency survives. I think I think the warning label that Sly put on the thing should have had <laughs> maybe more to double down. It's stronger than technical step now too. I think because I, I know they lowered technical step. I don't remember yeah, if it was made... under twelve hundred, but it, if not, it's really close. So yeah, your gunbreaker is going to be hitting as hard as your fucking dancers are at this point in a in a guaranteed buff window every time. Not to mention. I think something something else to know about Gunbreaker is that they have Aurora, which is honestly, at least in my opinion, I think it's the hardest defensive uh, healing tool to kind of utilize just because it's regen-based, and yeah. regens are very hard to maximize upon, and they are also very prone to overheal, especially to, like, inexperienced players. Yeah, and now they have two stacks of it, so they got to get a yeah. little bit uh, more used to it. The heart of Corundrum, not Conundrum, which I have said nice. So you had to- he had that happen, huh? Yeah, yeah. sure did. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, it isn't conundrum. Oh, it's corundum. It's cor- yeah. Corundum, yeah. It's, cor- it's corundum. Oh my gosh, I thought it was conundrum too. <laughs> wow. Because you heard me say it, and then you just told. It's, it's like tombstones and tombstones. People just reach change uh. words. That's it. Yeah, it's it's corundum, which is like a it's like a crystal or a stone or something like the rest of their kit, like heart of stone, yeah. heart of corundum, corundum. I don't like that word. Change it. Tit. Change it. I'm asking. Uh, yeah, and they have like a mini X-Cog on it, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, 
I think it's cool. I, I like stuff like that. Yeah. That's why everyone was mad at Dark Knight, because they didn't get any, they just got TBN. Oh no. Oh no. Only TBN. But, uh, all the tanks, pretty simple. I think almost anyone will be able to just pick it up. That's a big thing mm. that I noticed with all the jobs, even with all the curse shit people are figuring out. It's just as easy to figure out some not curse shit and just do that instead. <laughs> and not mm. really kill yourself. I, I, I wonder, I wonder if there's gonna be a big divide between people who do curse shit and people who don't do curse shit if they don't fix it. Cause the curse stuff is like, it's, it's a game, but I don't think it's like so monumental. It's like something you would do if you were parsing. Most game. people don't care, but yeah, most people, like, like, we can talk about, like, you know, burst windows and optimization as much as we want. Most people, they don't really care for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a very, like, probably, like, small, like, percentage, like, 10, 20% of the population of 14. Maybe even less than that, you know? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I, I think to Monk and Notman as cursed shit. Yeah. Like that. Oh yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that. Or, <laughs> I'm just not. Or doing black mage AI rotation. I, I don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's also pretty cursed. Yeah, but there's, the, the, I think a big thing takeaway, even just looking at the tanks, is a lot of this stuff. I think we see and we don't think of curse shit, and I think that's probably the intention. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that they seem to function just. Well, it, it all actually, makes sense. Stop. Actually, stop. I could tell you about the cursed six edge uh, two minute burst windows on Dark Knight, but yeah, that's pretty cursed. <laughs> Don't tell me. There's no more curse shit for warrior. You're gonna scare stall. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear stall leaving, leaving the body. No. All right, we're just You also technically want to pull like on a server tick for Dark Knight Two, so they get an extra edge of photo. Yeah. That's not warrior <laughs> stall. They don't. Yeah, yeah, it's not warrior. You're fine. The Dark Knight. Dark Knight's my favorite thing. Oh. Well, then just pretend that doesn't exist. Yeah, it's pretend that it's, yeah, it's never like this. Well, yeah. Yeah, you don't have 72nd Infuriate openers anymore. That doesn't exist anymore. So yeah, back in the oh, good old it? days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you would used to. God. In speed kills, you would used to Infuriate, and if you didn't pull a balance, you would wait another 60 seconds and Infuriate again until you kept, until you got that balance when it lined up with Infuriate. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, start his thorn blood. yeah. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so tanks I go with that. Um healers so uh, oddly enough when we move on to healers, there's a mix of there's both a lot to talk about and also I feel like it's 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 more addressing kind of people's concerns and less about actually needing to say a whole lot, if that makes sense. Because, mm-hmm. like going into White Mage Thin air is probably the most important change, question mark, other than their new stuff, I guess. Thin air is both, it, it has more negatives than positives when this change, when it comes yeah. to the change. The only positive for thin air is that you can now space out raises during progression, uh, better, because it's not locked to two minute cooldown. The issue is that you're getting less MP, uh, I guess regeneration in a sense, because you're no longer getting as many zero MP cost spells, uh, under the duration. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. It also lets you, uh, White Mage no longer can, uh, handle, like, emergency slash recovery windows, uh, as efficiently because they're now su- mm-hmm. suffering from repercussions of spamming Cure 3 because they can no longer, uh, like, you know, spam it like five, six times without losing <laughs> zero MP. At most they can do two. My, that's pretty bad. My big thing is, do you think that's, that's, 
this change is indicative of like stuff we just went over with the tanks, where they have a lot more of their pers- preservation tools. They can place them on other people. We see this with some of the DPS as well, such as Reaper and Summoner and whatnot. Do you do you think some of that's accounted for that they kind of almost expect higher level players to not forget to use these things as much as they sometimes do? Maybe. Um, I think it's yeah. I mean, it, it's possible. I, I do think it's dare I say, a dumb change, just because uh, the thing with White Mage is that they are way more reliant on GCD heals than the other three healers. Uh, they have a very limited off-global healing toolkit that the other healers don't have to deal with, because every other healer has like a huge arsenal of abilities. White Mage doesn't have that, and White Mage's off-global healing abilities like Asylum and Lilibel are on very, very long cooldowns versus something like Astrologian where you have Star, Collective, CO, Horoscope, all on 60-second cooldowns. So they don't have to rely on their GCD heals as much as White Mage. So we're giving or nerfing a tool that kind of like circumvents that like that that weakness is, I don't know, it's it's, it's kind of dumb to me. Not final, remember. Yeah, 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 of course, not final. In its current state, it's dumb to me, is what I should say. <laughs> yeah. Um... At least White Mage is the beneficiary of the casting change to their glares. They will have mm-hmm. that shorter cast time alongside Scholar now on their all their DPS abilities. They, of course, Presence of Mind has its cooldown reduced as well. So they become Finally. machine made. <laughs> yeah, 150 is such a weird number. I'll talk about that 150 cooldown later. There's another job that has a 150 still, but it's like... Wait, really? Well, there is, but it's only 150 at certain levels. So, like, if you sink down, it'll go back to being 150, for example. Uh, which I think is, uh, Mana Font on Black Mage is only 120 after, I think, 86 or 84 or something. Uh, uh, so that one's weird. I think there is, there's another one on top of that. But Mana Font's definitely the big one because that's just dumb. That should just be 120. Uh, Manification is, um, what's it called? One, uh, I'm sorry. It goes down to two minutes at some point. Yeah. Either way, it goes, it's, it's, it's only a two minute at higher levels. It's like a three minute yeah. at all other levels. So probably to preserve difficulty in like ultimates or something. Yeah, we'll see. That's come on now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's toxic. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> um, another thing I talk about YMH too is Lily Bell. Um, I know a lot of people are very very hyped about this. It has a lot of issues in its current state. Um, I don't really know how much I can get into, but for a three minute cooldown. The skill is very, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> the thing, my biggest issue with Lilybell currently is that it has a very short duration and like, so basically when I saw Lilybell, I actually went through like pretty much every fight that was like, you know, harder on the healing side and like, there's literally no, like very little abilities outside of like in Rage AoEs where you can actually utilize Lilybell to its full extent. So having it on a 50 second, on a 50 second duration, I should say. Um, so I, I don't know why you want to make it 20 or 30 seconds. It's kind of weird to me. Also, the fact that it has the potential to miss players because the AOE Yalma is only 20 is kind of ridiculous because, like, you think of skills like Horoscope, Panheima, Macrocosmos, which are applied individually to the players and heal no matter what radius they're at. Seems kind of, uh, counterintuitive for an ability like this, especially on such a long cooldown. And then you get into the issue of the potency being halved after the duration ends. Which basically means if you don't utilize this skill to its full extent, it's only it's basically a 1,000 potency heal uh, at minimum on a three minute cooldown, which is just like another flabbergasted card. I just have a lot of issues with Lily Bell. I hope it changes. I hope they give us some quality of life. 
Yeah. I think I think there's there's some things that could definitely uh, be adjusted in regards to Lily Bell itself. I think the lilies the lilies have always even just not even looking at the bell. Lilies have always oh. kind of gone kind of through a tumultuous history. Plenary. Sorry, I forgot one thing about Lily Bell. Yeah. Um, it's also based off the white mage taking damage, yes, which is very very niche. Because like things like I saw somebody, for example, somebody was comparing Macrocosmos to Lily Bell, which is a fair comparison. Um, Lily Bell. Uh, microcosmos can work for just like like auto attacks as well, right? Like if there's no AOE damage any, coming any out, you damage maybe, at all, anybody yeah, takes. Exactly. Yes. So it also works for mechanics like Hello World, where you know everybody's taking damage individually, like DPS are taking long long stack, short stack, where the white mage isn't taking things like that. They're just taking, you know, the uh defamation AoE and uh you know the critical error. It's like mechanics like that that are like specific job roles or like mechanics where like the white mage isn't taking damage. Like for example, in T, you know, sometimes the, the white mage won't bait the wave or like they won't have like water stack because they got hit first. And maybe you want like a lily bell doing like BJCC. You know, hypothetical, of course, because you're not going to have lily bell at that specific fight. Yeah. Got I got to mention that because I get so many comments on my scholar oh, video. Oh yeah, like, nobody like, understood you that. XP? Was just, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Everyone's like, you can't even use it there. And it's like that's not yeah, the it's just, point. It's a hypothetical example for mechanics that function similarly. But like, let's say, like for example, like there's a mechanic where, like you know, you know, never mind. It's just getting too long. Uh, it, basically, yeah, a little bit. It needs quality of life uh, changes. I think if it wants to be a three minute cooldown, otherwise, just make it two minute cooldown. Thoughts I was so disappointed when you started talking about how bad Lily Ball. <laughs> No, it's not bad. Dumb that like it's such a long cooldown. It's like three yeah. minutes. It's and uh, the yeah. whole white mage thing only when the white mage takes damage. It's so like why? Yeah, like I, I don't. I want to make it clear just because if somebody's watching, I don't. Want, I don't want them to get the wrong idea. Little Bell is an amazing ability. It just has some concerns about it that could be fixed very easily via like a balance patch from SC or something like that. Yeah. I can think of a few ways right off the top of my head. And we know that in the first two to four weeks that uh, generally they do make some pretty sweeping changes. I remember actually going to Shadowbringers. People saw White Mage in Mediator, reported on it, and then White Mage got a ton of adjustments going into the launch even that they then made even more uh-huh. of. So uh, they have a history of having to adjust White Mage because they try to go this pure healer route. And uh, just for some reason on White Mage, it takes it takes an extra try or two. It's got mm-hmm. the summoner effect. That's the big thing to keep in mind is like there's, like even if the job doesn't change on release, there's so many changes from release to the fourth week, which is the savage release. Yeah. So many changes to jobs. Hey, buddy. Aloha. It's not the time. It's not time. Sorry, cat. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be up here soon, probably. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, so White Mage, that Lily Bell big thing. Moving on to the other pure healer in that of Astro, I think the healing tools on Astro, everyone kind of agreed, were were interesting or fun, the additions they mm-hmm. got. Macrocosmos is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in the best way possible. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, they got, it's, it's, White Mage got Aqua Veil, which is just straight up damage mitt. That's like their new, like, friend help barrier thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they got horoscope, which comes with the little like a like a single target horoscope with exaltation, which I think is really cool. For me, that's an yeah. aesthetic thing. I don't mind that it's less damage reduction, for example. Because well, exal- exaltation is more um, it's more versatile because of the heal. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're they're, they're both very strong. Um, 
I see like a lot of people say, oh yeah, Aquaville is just like a, a shitty exaltation. They're both very strong in their own situations. Like they're, they, they have, you know, their advantages in some situations and disadvantages in some situations. Yeah, like Aquaville's better if someone's got like a Voln stack and they're trying to save their life, for example. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Or like multi-hit tank busters. Yeah, or multi-hit tank busters. That's another one. Um, so yeah, there's a few, there's a few discernible, discernible things. I like how I immediately went to a fucking fun stack example. Yeah. Let's I mean, I used that example too in my, uh, my, the video, that's your video for, for exaltation where, hey. you know, maybe there's just like a DPS that needs an extra heal, so you just pop it on them, ignore the mitigation effect, but get the 500 points to heal. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's cute, but he's a pain in my ass. What do you want? Where's your, where's your thing? Is this it? Where is it? Where's your... There it is. There it is. I almost tracked it. There you go. Hey, I know what you want. There you go. Um, the, big, the big discussion right now with Astros is cards. Because the decisions on what to do with seals, or like why seals still exist, or the whole mechanic, is a bit weird. <laughs> In my I don't know really how much you watched. Did you ever watch my Astro video? I, I watched the Scholar one. That's the only okay. one I got through. Um, yeah. So my own assessment is that Pre-pull is still toxic. There's more RNG. Yep. At least it only affects the Astro now. And fuck Lady and the Lord as much as I love them because in the media tour I pulled nine ladies in a row. So <laughs> I was I'm so just mad. Yeah, basically the conundrum we're in right now is that um, we're not actually fishing for like three seals. Like ideally we get three seals, but let's in, in like the proper scenario, uh, you'll be playing proper cards on the best targets over the seal, which is. You know, I could say a lot of mean words about that, but yeah, that's just like that kind of stuff. Just it, it makes me like kind of uneasy about the job because like I don't know why they would remove first of all remove the guaranteed sleeve, uh, sorry, guaranteed card from sleeve draw by removing sleeve draw altogether. Yeah. That was like probably the best like saving grace about uh, like divination in, in its current state with the seal system, but also. I actually thought at first that, you know, clarifying draw would, or like clarifying redraw would give you a seal that you don't have in your arcanum already. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. So I was like, okay, well, so now we're just like at kind of complete odds where whether we either get three seals or not, or, you know, playing suboptimally in terms of like ray DPS and getting the three seals for, uh, you know, that 5% damage increase. It's just a very weird, you know, back and forth right now between that. And then you also have the fact that uh Astrodyne is like it's a very it's a very fun tool. I'm really excited to use it actually because you can use it as like a ninety, you can use it as like a two minute, you can use it like uh as like a you, you can pool it so you can do like two back to back or like two with like within like a minute, which is kind of cool. Like there's a lot of possibilities with the skill itself. Yeah. But uh, I mean, the only issue with it is just the, the seal system, right? That's, yeah. that's so easily fixable too. Yeah. Like that, I, I SE think, can make that. Yeah. I think, I think the seals, I think it's, it's a, it's a short term issue that just needs to be voiced. And then yeah. we'll probably not survive. I mean, cause Astro had similar issues with RNG, with Div. Like Div was full of issues right at 5.0 launch. Um, mm -hmm. that it's still kind of had, but they just gave ways to get around it. I'm more like, yo, do we really need this many more fucking draw buttons on my bar? Can we not just keep adding and taking away versions of draw, <laughs> undraw, redraw, this draw, sleeve draw, draw you, draw my life? I just, I can't, 
I can't take it anymore. There's too many. <laughs> Just start consolidating yeah. these buttons, please. I can't take it anymore. But Astro, I actually, I love Astro kind of getting more Time Mage stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I, it's, I want Time Mage so bad, and I was gave up when Astro came out. And then they took it all away, and then it's, it's, it's like uh... returning kind of. Yeah, it's very, well, yeah, it's very time-based now, too. Like, you know, Exaltation, you want to, you want the HP to proc after the, you know, the duration runs out. So, like, if you do it early, then it's gonna, you know, proc and be overheal probably. Macrocosmos is kind of the same way, where you, like, you want to time it so where you get as much value as possible, uh, from it. And then, um, you also, on top of you have Earthly Star, which is the same, still acts as a, you know, 10 plus 10, uh, cooldown. 10 small, 10 big. Uh, you have collective, which you want to use the time between damage, so you can snapshot the mitigation effect on top again the regen. So there's just and you have also have horoscope, which you can use to proc, and then it can like automatically proc or proc it yourself. There's so many really cool like uh, time-based designs around Astrologia right now. I think it's going to add a very interesting healing, uh, I guess, playstyle to it. A very strong one too, because the fact that they have neutral still is mind-boggling. <laughs> we could get into a discussion about that. I'm sure we could, probably but take thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not very happy with them keeping neutral because that makes what you look at white mage and you're like, so what do you? The, yeah, the biggest <laughs> issue is that Astrologian has CU already, and white mage like has temperance, so like kind of like almost like CU in terms of like uh, I guess like time per second or whatever is like ten seconds long. For two minutes or over two minutes. However, C is up more often because of the 60 second cooldown. It lasts five seconds, which is shorter than like temperance overall because temperance is 20, but two minutes. But now Astrologian also has another mitigative effect with neutral because they can shield in between the downtime of their CU. So it just adds like this weird, it's also flat shielding, which can be, uh, an advantage over temperance, which is, yeah, just, it just makes it weird. I don't know why, uh, they didn't change the effect. Everyone's like, but Sinistry is still not that cool, right? I'm like, listen, I like Sinistry. I like Sinistry. Yeah, Sinistry is great in progression. Yeah, I like Sinistry just just because it's party not finder. as cool as everything else. Yeah, uh, that's that's fine. It's great in, in T. Living sure liquid is. BJCC. <laughs> oh yeah, killing two targets. Oh yeah. Um, then we have Aloha. The show's gonna take longer because of you. Stop. Yell at him. I'm not yelling. I'm speaking. F- I'm speaking firmly. Uh, firmly. Yeah. <laughs> in his direction. Stop. Stop it. I need to. Oh, no. Stop. Don't bite my arm. Don't do that. He likes to nibble. Do it. Don't. No. Don't listen to her. <laughs> don't listen to her. I guess the word changed too because um, kind of got overshadowed. But Earthly Star being increased to 320 potency is massive. Because that kind of changes the way we play Star, as well. Yeah. Because we're going to be using it for, ideally, I mean, the ideal situation is that you use it for healing and damage, but like it kind of falls under the same situation as a size where we're going to prioritize the damage aspect over it than the healing if it costs us to, uh, like, like lose a, like a healing or damage GCD or whatever. Yes. Did you hear that a little hot? Anyway, moving on to the next healer, Scholar, the job that is not a meme, and 
You know what's funny? So I'm still going to fucking meme on it, though. I'm no, sorry. Like, not... I know it's good. I know it's good. I understand. <laughs> but there's the art's already out there. I'm sorry. I cannot, like, ignore all you the fucking You played your good. How dare you do this to another job? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe that's I'm why. Sorry. Like, Dragoon's been memed on for, for, like, the life of it being, like, in existence. Like Projection. It, it, this is funny. I mean, no we have Dragoon, we have, we, stop it. <laughs> we have the, we have the red carpet and red mage, and now we have, uh, Sonic Scholar. So. I can't I wait wonder for the number if it's of, gonna wipe. I can't wait for the all blue Scholar outfits to be like really in. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I want the Sonic mm-hmm. cosplay. Yeah, no. All, all eight raid members get it, and then you all just run. There you go. <laughs> That's an easy YouTube video for somebody. Denmo, get on it when it yep. comes out. There you go. Please. Please. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Scholar, um, even going back before the changes, much like Momo said, Momo's not the only person I saw doing this, but people saying, like, listen, Scholar. You sh-. Everyone seems to forget every expansion when Scholar doesn't get something or, like, they lose something small that you literally, you maybe turn the dial a little bit in the wrong direction for Scholar, and it's just an unstoppable mm-hmm. machine. Mm-hmm. Every single, like, 5.0 oh, was yeah. a bit of a problem for them at the start. They turned the dial, and then it was like, never looked back, pretty much. Just complained about the fairy, but never looked back. Kind of same with White Mage, too. Yeah, I'd say Remember that. White Mage, where people were like, oh, White Mage is dead, like, at the start of the expansion. Like, after the job, they're like, oh, White Mage is dead, Astro Scholar, Reign Supreme. Come 5.0, White Mage is, like, literally the best healer in terms of balancing and, like, far beyond. Yeah. Astrologian was a mess, Scholar was a mess. And Scholar was like, well, this, my mana kind of sucks. And then, <laughs> and then where's my like, ED? Yeah, where's, where's that? Where's Energy Drain? Um, but the changes they've got are both, I'd say, substantial, but also kind of just played to the strengths they already had, kind of. Yeah. Um, a big one you already mentioned, ED. I think that's probably the kind of secret discussion that falls to the wayside because of expedience. And everybody memeing on that, but Etherflow being your entire mana generation and abandoning the ED portion of it, you touch upon that in your video. Yeah. Uh, and that leads to some potential, Jesus Christ, I just looked at my chat. That leads to some potential, some potential, uh, uh, sorry, I'm mega distracted. Concerns over mana budgeting. There we go. Yeah. Um, and that seems to have kind of fallen to the way. I feel like people forget about mana generation, except for people like you who are very attentive to it, until they start playing and they're like, oh. Yep. I think it's going to be okay, at least in, like, progression. I think it's going to be fine. Like, the biggest thing is that we just lose uh, recovery potential, right? Like, for, like now you can get, like, what is it, 3K MP in, like, a... Like ten seconds by having the flow dissipation back to back. Yeah, we're not gonna be able to do that anymore. Um, and then also just overall, like uh, usually, like what what something to be aware of too is like you're not necessarily getting two k MP every time you use the flow, right? Like let's say for example, use it in the opener, you're not gonna get that full effect because in the opener, generally you're probably going to be mana capped anyways. So, like, it's going to have some interesting decisions where, like, we might want to do, like, a dissipation opener and delay the first Aether Flow until, like, maybe, like, maybe 15, 20 seconds just to have, like, a better MP comm without the fight. But then that warrants, like, losing a usage, which could be bad at the same time. So it's going to add some interesting decisions to it, I think. 
Yeah, it seems like the idea they want is for you to feel more like using an ether flow to replace uh, something that does cost mana mm-hmm. versus just using ED. But ED still does damage, and Yoshi P, please remember green DPS. So even if it's <laughs> dog shit potency, it's potency. <laughs> yeah. And that's always what it's going to come down to when everything is d- said and done at the end of the day. Potency reigns supreme. It sure does, especially with the broil getting the malefic treatment and now being able to... Oh, yeah, that's it. scary. That's honestly... I mean, you said earlier that White Mage was, like, the biggest benefactor. I don't know. I mean, Scholar, that's so crazy for... Oh, did I say biggest? Really big. I meant to say it's a big... It's a, it's a big oh, benefactor. maybe you said remember. big. Yeah. Maybe I just... Yeah, maybe I just misheard. I might have said it. I don't remember. Well, White Mage, I think of because their their mobility has all... Like, they never had a mobility GCD that isn't their lilies. Mm-hmm. And Dia... And yeah, I mean, I've had to be a Dia spamming white mage when I don't know what I'm, where I'm supposed to be in a fight, yep. and I would rather not ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Back so. in a uh, good old uh, 07s tornado phase on white mage, Let's not that was fun. That. Exactly <laughs> where I did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Arthur's pulled up the clip, and he was upset when he saw it. <laughs> uh, you gotta do what you gotta do to clear. <laughs> yeah, we cleared on that pull. I'm I'm okay with it. That's a okay by my by my count, um, but yeah, I mean broil being a big thing and ruin two still being in is not bad either. I think that was necessary. Yeah, so it's required because it, basically what would happen is if they didn't keep ruin two, you'd just be a, a bi- like a biosis spamming scholar, except you don't have the on hit potency of Dia. <laughs> Balance. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not how that works. Um, but then, I mean, they just, they got even more tool. They, they've always had nutty defenses. Deployment being 90, protraction being a single target, uh, thrill, and also expedience. When, I honestly think expedience is gonna force them. They're gonna make forced marches no longer affect alternate, uh, movement speeds. Yeah. I think I'm that's what they're gonna really do. I'm really worried. I'm really mm-hmm. worried with expedience. Mm-hmm. I think Are you it's. sure about that? <laughs> yes. Ex- Expedience one of those skills where I, I I just hope it's not a mistake adding it to the game. I, I feel so like because the thing is right. I, I kind of touch base upon this, but like they'll never make a mechanic with Expedient in mind, so it's only going to give you an advantage for like every single mechanic in the game that's like movement based. Yeah, which is like kind of the worrying part. Unless they start making with in mind, and then you just end up in a situation where scholars is mm. OP. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I know people who, they, they forget they're activating sprint. Like, they're pressing it, and they're running towards, like, a spot. I've seen this in, 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 uh, E9S. <laughs> and they fucking run off, because, like, oh, sorry, I didn't account for my, my movement speed increase in my. <laughs> I just imagine using expedient, yep. someone just takes that one step too far, even though they knew where they were going. I think that's really funny. Uh, but I don't know, I, I saw all of this, and I was like, I'll play Scholar. This looks good. The only thing I give a shit about is the fairy, and everyone's, a lot of people are saying it's better. I, mm-hmm. I tested a couple things, and those are things I, you can still definitely ghost. I have footage of me ghosting. I have footage of the thing where the fairy follows you, which you can fix with place. So, I, I th- Also, pet yeah. potency being somewhat fixed. It's 94%, like, I think. Yeah, we don't really know. I think it's like, yeah, 94, 95. Plus anywhere in that that range, but it's like it's pretty much like negligible, right? Like it's yeah. 
it, it's pretty much the same. But uh, yeah, like it's it, it's looking really strong. Uh, yeah. You know, protraction like you touched base upon, probably in my opinion, the strongest of like the the four abilities that the or four level eighty six abilities. Yeah, I think it's incredible. It's just so many applicable uses. Yeah, it's very versatile. That's why I like I like it a lot. It's not like it doesn't just work for damage. It works for like pretty much anything. Dude, I'm gonna protraction pre pull just for fucking the deployo on pull. You could, yeah, you could just do a massive deploy shield, top that with uh, uh, you know, new improv and. There you go. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> dude, Skyline's gonna be fucking ridiculous. I can't wait. And then, so Sage, uh, this could be a show in all and of itself. So we kind of have to do the cliff note comparison to Scholar more than anything. And yeah, mind uh, you, there are four. There are four. Oh yeah, I know there are four because there's no <laughs> way we could fit all of them in here. I considered making it a separate yeah, yeah. slideshow, but I'll just like go through them myself. Mm. Um, Sage, the big thing that my my hands-on experience with Sage was that it was a lot of fun. Very mobile. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very, uh, very mobile. Yes. Very, yeah. Very yeah. active. Um, but I, at no point did I, I feel like what I was doing was like God tier. You know, uh, I think everyone sees it. They get like hooked on the aesthetic. They get hooked on all the cool looking stuff. And they don't think about the practicality of it. And again, it, Momo breaks down that, makes, breaks that down pretty well. This is a slide. Yeah. At least, yeah. At least you're not a glare mage anymore. I mean, you kind of are. A bit. I, I play Scholar and Party Finder also sometimes. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Slack. I don't think Sage has any off GCD damage spell. No. At least not don't. remember. No. So it's actually, it's more of a glare mage than white mage. <laughs> yeah, it just has a lot of ins. It's just that it has, yeah. it has the bu- buffed dosis. You have Toxicon whenever you proc it, and you have Phlegma. Mm-hmm. That's like a big thing too. People like to see like the three thirty potency, you know, filler spell. It's yeah. just like, well, you have to keep in mind mm-hmm. they have no off GCDs like the other healers do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Look, Flegma's probably the only one, really. No, Flegma's on yeah. the GCD also. Yeah, they're all on the GC. Every single one of their damaging skills. No, I'm thinking. What am I thinking of? It's not Numa. Flegma, Numa's also on the GCD. That's a cast though. They do not have a single OGCD damaging ability. I think um, also between like Scholar and Sage, they're also like almost nearly identical in terms of like healing toolkit. They pretty yeah. much have the same like you know, same like Aether flow abilities. Like they're just very different in terms of like how they work potentially. Like their uh, soil, for example, Sage's soil is much better than Scholar's soil, except it's mm-hmm. one hundred potency weaker in potency and healing potency. But it's a, it's kind of like the CU effect, except much bigger. So it snapshots like a, in a 15 yard radius around you, and it keeps that mitigation effect rolling. Whereas like soil, you have to stand inside the soil to get the HP region and the uh, mitigation effect. The only difference is that soil is technically like it can be like an 18 second cooldown versus something like Sage, which is only 15 seconds because you don't get that server tick buff off the soil. Yeah, it's the same reason why you get like an extra tick of uh, region as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean, if you put them side by side, you can do this with almost any role. You can put abilities side by side within a role and kind of determine its its most generic function. And when you do that with Scholar and Sage, they don't appear to have that significant of a power trough, I suppose, Mm-mm. between them. It's definitely not like lining up White Mage and Astro, which... Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, that's... I think White Mage and Astro is a much bigger difference than Sage and Scholar. Yeah. 
So that, Sage Sage is just fast reapplying shields. You know, instant cast has very 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 high mobility. Um, you know, fast reapplying shields. You know, sucker and Adla they take especially deployment. They're going to take a long like a, a a longer time to you know fully go to the party. Whereas like Sage can just instant cast. You know, well technically it's like a one point one second. One second? It's one second for Eucrasia itself, which, yeah. in some, which in ways is its own movement tool, if you really need yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then it's 1.5 seconds on the uh, thing. So the only thing is it's unaffected by spell speed. That's about the only mm-hmm. real downside to it, which in some ways is better for movement. So it guarantees yeah, a, full, so. a full duration of that. Yeah. Just This really feels like a role that's more flavor over function versus the pure, yeah. the pure healers, which definitely feel like you can have a flavor, but mine's better. <laughs> it's like I like vanilla and chocolate. They, they have their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. I want to say one's better because you know you know how the community likes to take that. <laughs> I think it's it's you look at them and it, like I say, if you line them up yeah. side by side, it is recognizable. Uh-huh. Worth worth providing feedback. It's it's just it's funny to me that scholar is the meme. When yeah, yeah, I don't think white mage is a meme, but it is the more recognizable difference. Uh huh. So there you go. Stall's awake. She's waiting for the range physical talk. I feel so bad. <laughs> I feel so bad. You need to range that. I don't. I don't really play. Uh, I think one thing about Scholar and Sage is that Sage doesn't have like a chain stratagem equivalent to, and like sixty one twenty seconds are much stronger this time because everything's everything's like sixty and one twenty now. Well, mm. most things. They have that's, the occasional that's... 90s, I guess. Yeah, you bring up a good point, actually. Um, I'm actually glad you brought that up, because, yeah, depending... it's We don't know for certain yet, but it really does look like um, raid buff jobs are getting an, like an indirect buff because of the way the other jobs are playing, uh, which could be... You know, that could shift the meta, right? Because, yeah. like, currently in progression right now, um, you know, I'm sure Stahl could, you know, also maybe comment on this, but, like, you kind of want to play jobs that or one, like, obviously you're comfortable with, but two, like, something that you don't have to think about too much. But also, yeah. jobs that don't bring a raid buff um, can be valued higher because of the way they they don't require... Like, if somebody dies, you're not losing points into, like, your divination chain, whatever, raid buff. Um, and also, they're usually much easier to, like, optimize around. Yeah. And also, so, when bot... Oh, let's not go there. Every time I think we're about going there real soon. It's <laughs> yeah. so sad. Butt sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that is that is a really good point, and that's actually important because that was a point I was actually going to bring up when we go into the next role, which was going to be range physical because I've given I've given Momo so much floor room <laughs> over the uh, no, it's unavoidable because yeah, you can you, you can leave that, but we. <laughs> But, um, I mean, it's, it's unavoidable because there's the least to say about them, but the things you have to say kind of have to be described in pretty, pretty specific detail for tanks and healers. Whereas I feel like with ranged, you kind of recognize some of the, the big changes on the surface and you don't really, you can think about those, those things that are underneath the surface, but generally if you understand how they work now, you understand how they'll work soon with Bard being kind of the one exception. So let's start with Machinist because I think it's probably the simplest one to talk about. Um, and it plays off the discussion you were just having. A lot of people look at Machinist, both in Shadowbringers and soon to be in Endwalker, and they don't look at it as a progression job for the ranged physical role. Because the, people have that mindset with Samurai and Black Mage also. Like, those aren't progression jobs. So they just do damage. They don't do anything else. 
when you just said it yourself, you have the most agency over your impact on yeah. your role in terms of the damage output. Somebody dies, anything goes wrong. As long as you're pressing your buttons on Machinist, you are contributing. So mm-hmm. that's that's the big thing here. And Machinist seems to just be going more down that road. They got an AOE drill slash air anchor on a one minute that they'll still just use on single target. They got uh, less time. All of them got less time on their buff, on their, their defensive buff. And their queen does an extra attack at the end. And that's yeah. that's what that's it. That's what they got. And that's so they just <laughs> stop how do you like a lot of machines. Yeah. Their opener will be stronger, I guess, because chainsaw gives battery gauge, so you're gonna have a queen in the opener. Mm. Oh. But oh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that it's kinda the same. You also have a second reassemble charge though. Yeah, there's two reassembles now. Ooh. And uh, that's a big thing to talk about, because pre-pull reassemble versus not pre-pull reassemble is a very linear discussion on Machinist versus, I think, other jobs like we talked about earlier with pre-pull discussions. This is, will I lose a reassemble, or will I not? That's pretty much the discussion. Also, reassemble has that thing you mentioned earlier with, with Warrior, where if there's too many yep. crit buffs all stacked. I was just thinking that. that. Yeah. yeah, that's the big thing. So it basically looks like the same exact decisions you go into using early versus late reassembles now play in, but you can now get one out of the way early to get the buff ticking, you know, make sure the timer is actually going down, but also still have them for the buffs that you are benefiting from. But that, I mean, that's pretty much all the decision-making that's there. Then it's just about what's the most optimal way to line everything up. The theory crafters will, of course come through with that. Making sure the Queen's Crown Collider lands inside of Trick Attack, for example, is another consideration that has to happen now. Um, but other than I mean, if you liked Machinist, you're just still going to like it. But if you have high ping, you still fucking hate it. So... <laughs> yeah, I've been playing Machinist in, like, UCOB, and it's, it pretty much plays the same at, like, 80. It's 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 a lot of fun. Like, I think it's... when it, This job is... Pro- like, a lot of people are going to play it's, like, too simple, but I don't think that's a bad thing to have in the game. Especially for like like a like a job role, I think it's you know it's nice to have like a simple job like machinist that you know doesn't require too much like micro optimizations like you know Bard and Dancer does. Because I think they didn't want to make range simple anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, so and also like Stall said, getting that getting that um if you can get that uh, what's it called queen queen. And yeah. like in the opener, that's 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 gonna be yeah, pretty cool. You can. Uh, there's you have to manual. So there's two different ways you can do it right now. You can. I, th- I don't know which one is being decided on, but you can either chainsaw early, so your queen is up by the fifth GCD, and then you can have her. You can have the queen do an extra auto or two before overdriving, or mm-hmm. you can do chainsaw late, and as soon as overdrive is available, basically charge one arm punch and then do the pile bunker into crown collider. That fits. That fits inside trick pretty pretty easily. Sounds like it's gonna be fun, honestly. I'm actually kind of excited for Machinist. It's not gonna be fun Which for is... high ping players. It's infinitely worse for them now. <laughs> Who cares yeah. about them? Who cares so about them? Me. I have to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Must just be your packet loss. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zeph. <laughs> So how do you deal with machinists? Because I imagine you do not have a great relationship with with hypercharge and wildfire. Me? Yeah. It's it's okay with VPN. I'm about sixties. I don't what? like. Cl- 
Wait, you're wait, you have lower ping what? than I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I play on JP, I'm about sixty to seventy. Okay, um, but what about yeah, when you're on Ether? Oh yeah, that's not one eighty. Okay. I just left it. I decided it was not for me. Yeah, no one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be upset because I, I mean, I have like fifteen, but I was going to be upset for other people when you said sixty. I was like, what? <laughs> How is that possible? Thanks, Singapore. <laughs> yes, thank you, Singapore, for. The ping. It's clearly it's clearly not the earth and the way that it's it's shaped. <laughs> it's it's Singapore. That's that's what's doing it. There we go. It's so bad on any though, like I I can't even when I play Bard or Dancer I click. I was gonna say Bard's probably not, not it's, a it was, it was awful in Prague. I I'm so glad I'm reading on JP now. You're just like, Can I skip Mage's ballad or yeah. <laughs> Armies, armies fail. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah, army hastes probably. And if that's brought over to Minuet, oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. But you'll be reading on JP, so now you have the freedom to pick whichever one that you actually decide you want to play. Which will probably be Bard, I'd imagine. Hopefully not Machinist. Ooh, hopefully not. My heart. It I aches. don't like Machinist. I love Machinist. That's okay. I understand not liking machines, especially when you have had to play on NA. Even if you have 15 ping, <laughs> just playing on I mean, NA makes you hate things sometimes. This is a good, I feel like this is a good like segue into like Dancer, because Dancer got new utility, which I think is going to be really important in progression. Oh, the improv. Yeah, it's very strong now. That's crazy. Yeah. Just personally, I I preferred the old one with the change. If they had changed the old one to still be functional, but this this is better because it works with zero stacks, so you don't have to. You can flick activate it still. It's just you know. Yeah, it's. I mean, if you flick, it's still like a five percent like shield, which is. I mean, that's that's a lot. Ten percent at four stacks also, so it's like a super Mm -hmm. minuscule gain. On top of the HP regen, too. Well, the regen, yeah. uh, I think that snapshots for one tick, if you do Because you have to... Yeah, if, if you, yeah, yeah. It's, it's snapshots, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, like, the thing is, right, like, no other range got utility. No. Which is, like, a crazy thing. Yeah. Which... <sighs> okay, we don't talk about radiant. That's not utility, that's just damage. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, I thought you were like, eh. Nah, I'm in. I'm dancer, I mean, 6.0. Oh, you, but you don't, so you think you'll be just because of the utility itself? See, I, I think that's really valuable. I, I think, I think it gives dancer a better excuse to be in prog, because I'd argue in Shadowbringers, dancer is the worst prog job that you could pick. Right now, I think it's the worst. Just because of how dependent it is on people being as good as possible and how unlikely that is in perpetuating. Okay. Actually, let me play devil's advocate because I actually had this conversation the other day. Okay. What's the difference between Dancer? Obviously, I mean, Dancer has standard, which is one person. So if that person messes up, um, you lose a lot of damage. You also have tech every two minutes. But the thing is, Bard is like almost the same exact way except more party dependent, if anything, because... The Bard songs affect everybody. So if, like, anybody dies, you're just losing straight damage at that point. Same thing going into battle. Uh, the place, big thing uh, for me is Bard is less, uh, less, uh, what, what's sort of seesaw Um, Bard obviously is, is, you want crits, you want direct hits on Bard, you want resets, you want all that stuff. 
But when Dancer doesn't crit and direct hit standard and technical. I know, but I know a lot about that. <laughs> Boy, do you feel bad when you A, don't get the crit direct hit, your dance partner dies, anyone's dead at technical application, you ever have to delay technical application, anything goes wrong on Dancer, it's the end of the world. Something goes wrong on Bard, oh no, this person did not have my 1% crit or whatever it is yeah. <laughs> for the yeah, 10 like, seconds they were dead. <laughs> when, when people make arguments against Dancer and Prague, like the first thing I think of is standard standard and, and tech being like, you have to like kind of, you have to position properly to hit like people yeah. sometimes. Like, like, um, like Shiva is like a good example. You know, mm-hmm. if you had two minute burst in Shiva and, and Eden's promise, you know, you had to properly time the same thing with Oracle too. Like that can be kind of like hectic in Prague. I feel like that's like a, the, the biggest thing to me. I, I think that there's no argument against it, but I would personally yeah. say I would if somebody asked me just vacuum situation, I, pr- I probably wouldn't be at the top of my right. I'd say go ahead and do it. I did it. I did the whole expansion, but I also would would say I think there are enough demerits to say that machinist or bard is probably the better option. I think bard probably the most balanced option of the bunch. Yeah, and I think that might really be the case. It's really easy to recover as well if you yeah. die. Mm-hmm. Super easy. Yeah. Like one thing I don't like about playing dancer is flourish, the melee stuff. Well, that's, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, like the. I hate it. Won't have to worry about it anymore because the, they, yeah. they are completely separating your AOE being melee and your single target being range. The only thing is the, obviously the range of standard and technical themselves. Um, probably the biggest changes come in the form of the Esprit gauge and in the steps themselves. So. Your single target and your AoE share the resource now. So if you use your proc on a single target, then you lose the AoE as well. So you only single target on single target, you only AoE on AoE, but they both lead into the same openers, reopeners, all that stuff. So super streamlined and much less GCD busy work. Now that comes with another change in the bonus skills, having a 30-second proc time now instead of a 20-second. They've fixed one of my chief concerns, not in the way I asked them to, but you can now saber dance your fucking heart out in your opener yes. openers with no I'm concern. So, I'm so happy about that. I'm done to rain. Bard's dead. Bard is dead. I, let's, we'll get into Bard. Actually, I'm a little excited about Bard. I'm not going to lie. We'll talk about that in a bit. Aloha. Stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now that we've done that. Uh, but yeah, their, their burst window is pretty much identical, minus doing one more GCD, one more OGCD, and making sure to just cram saber dances. But their Esprit generation is consistent for themselves now in like low party situations and bad RNG. Guaranteed five from every base GCD, guaranteed ten once you hit a high enough level from every buffed GCD. Um, Except for Starfall Dance and Saber Dance. Those don't generate any, but that's kind of expected. Uh, so the job is in every way improved, I think, going into, into Endwalker. I can't really come up with a single detrimental thing that happened to the job. And if, I, can you think of one stall? Did anything, no. were there any negative repercussions at all to Dancer to what they did to it? Honestly, not really. I think what a lot of people were mad about was something about like, oh, now the Esper gauge is not very RNG anymore. I don't like it. People complain about that? 
Yeah, they don't like the and I'm just Dude, like, what the fuck do you it's mean? It's still very RNG during technical. Yeah, yeah. Still RNG. Yeah. Dude, speed kills. I swear, every time we did speed kills, if the samurai dancer didn't have a good run, it was just garbage kill time. Even slides like what? Yeah, I, I was so confused. <laughs> Slice upset at this news. Reminds me of people complaining about nascent. Wrong with y'all? I want less RNG in my bullshit. Fuck. It reminds me of people saying nascent. Like having nascent being like strict potency now is, is bad instead of being based off your, your, your the, the amount of damage you do. <laughs> the only ability that applies to, in my opinion, is wildfire. I want that to go back to being a portion of my damage. <laughs> it's more exciting that way. <laughs> yeah, we glance past that on Machinist because Stall doesn't want to talk about Machinist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we kind of talked about it with Blood Weapon also because like I expected them to change wildfire to like you hit six times and then it explodes. But it lasts 30 seconds as opposed to 10 seconds. Hypercharge, I expected them to go to heat blast charges. So, yeah, that's, uh, I expected both of those changes and neither of them happened to Machinist. But I have 15 pings, so I don't care. Moving on. That's it. <laughs> stall. <laughs> One day stall. One day. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a confident, yeah. You know, one thing we can talk real quick is I think. I, I'm really curious, right? Because I wonder if them reducing the Troubadour or Samba to 90 seconds is because they're going to make raid damage more frequent. I don't get that impression at all because I had I thought no. that in Shadowbringers and that did not. Okay, happen. same. Okay, okay, same. Okay, but the reason is because like if they don't increase like the healing yeah. going out, especially with all the changes done to the new the, the jobs. I feel like it's going to be uh Well, so here's the very thing. interesting. I I think the change to this and consequentially the amount of new actions that either have defensive aspects, time, whether it be timed or otherwise, I think that is specifically because of them trying to play catch up with the skill level of players in low gear progression. I don't think it's indi- I don't think it's an indication that content overall will deal more damage. I think it's an indication that in those early weeks where you do not have a lot of gear and you are cutting, you're trying to be as cutting edge as possible, it's making sure everything is bringing its own options. It's bringing backups. It's bringing things that you can plan around. It's bringing all that. And because I think they know they need to adjust to player skill as every expansion goes on, and this is their adjustment to player skill. Make sure everybody has a tool, everyone has contribution, allows you to shine in groups that have mixed skill levels. It allows, it still makes it so that low skill groups or, or fresh groups are going to probably struggle and probably not optimize on it, but that the highest level groups on those early kills can do the most with everything that they have. I don't think it's an indication that just things are going to require more healing. Personally. That's my, that's my take. So. Set. Guess we'll see how that works out in, uh, Execution. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because I mean, I mean, the, the thing is, right, for healing, um, specifically to kind of like, I guess, backtrack a little bit, the fact that every healer is doing a 1.5 second cast time is really bad for current healing design. Because basically every healer is now Astrologian, where you can just heal whenever you want now without worrying about your weave windows or anything like that. So it's, it's, it's definitely going to add like, a new skill level, I think, but I guess we'll have to see when it comes out. Yeah. Well, that's, it's really a wait and see. But as for dancers... Healers in this game are just a mess. Yeah, it's just... It's, but as for dancers, I feel like there's no fixing be, it. They'll be playing... They'll be playing backup between improv and uh, and their mobility. I mean, they'll have all the same strength. Again, they're just they're just better now. The potency well, adjustments... Actually, yeah. 
going by what you said too, like I, I feel like if anybody should go on utility, it should have been machinists, right? Because they have zero utility to outside tactician, which is you know, not technically not utility because all, all the ranch have the same same thing. Yeah, they or, just like, have you know, Bard has men. New, like their new their new potency skills, like having another five fifty potency. They're all another drill air anchor equivalent. Having the queen with that extra skill every single queen. Yeah. Um, I do feel like they might be trying because a big thing with the potency changes on ranged is a lot of them are brought closer to each other. In terms of, like, the, the numbers aren't so drastically different. Like, technical's not 1,500 anymore, and standard's not this this incredibly high number. It feels like they're leaning more into Dancer being the the job you want when you, you really want to build everyone else up. But you still have some of your own agency. they got to make sure of that. They have Starfall. They have standards, so they have technical still. They have more Saber dances in their openers. But with Machinist, it seems like they do just want to lean more into... Relative to the other range physical, you have more of these harder hitting potencies. You use them more frequently. They're they're more part of your burst windows. They're to, they're they're just they're trying to make sure they increase the frequency of that. I think Crown Collider is, a, is the biggest indicator of that with its like seven fifty potency, which I think is above standard step now. Standard's either seven twenty or seven eighty. So um, and with Bard also, I think they they brought it up and it has, it's going to feel a lot better to play also. So machinist utility is I kill the boss. Yeah. I think that's that's what it is, because um, I know a five percent shield on improv isn't going to make or break most groups, but they know you'll gladly use it if you have it, and I will probably have it at some point. Stall will definitely. Actually, have it. one thing I'm concerned about is you can use, if you can use a pre pull, the new improv. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I have to check. Imagine just having to do twenty second. Uh, Pre-pull and no, Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, because oh, you, you want the 10%. No, you, yeah, you'd have to do more than 20 because you need... Yeah. <laughs> oh. Stop. Imagine, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, for absolute zero or I, something. I think it has to be good. in combat. I think it does have to be in combat. But I can't remember, so shut up. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, the, the, the lesson is don't do it. <laughs> um, And then we move on to Bard. And the more I've thought about board, board, <laughs> board, board, board. board. Sorry, that's, I'm sorry. I'm just talking about Shadowbringers Bard. My bad. Um, no, no. And then Walker, it's Bard. And then Walker, it's Bard. Uh, I. The more I've looked at Bard, the more happy I am with Bard's adjustments. Um, so the big thing with Bard is their their song their song rotations are now 45 seconds as opposed to 30. And that allows them to more easily line up with 60s and 120s. Um, Sidewinder now lines up with everything. It's not weird. They don't have a bunch of these weird skills minus one, which I actually think is warranted once I talk about it a bit. Um, everything just makes more sense on Bard now. Even Apex, which was my biggest criticism of Shadowbringers, now has... It's, it, it's, it's not the disaster it was. At the very least, it grants a new ability, right? Yes. So, yeah, so the big, like, yeah, stall. Is that the second effect or something? <laughs> but I think what's really cool is that you can hold that blast arrow. I think it's called for yes. like thirty seconds. It's so good. You can wait, like hold it for a burst or something. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And you don't have to really fire apex at hundred anymore, which kind of prevents potential capping of the gauge. I think the difference between eighty and hundred is not that huge so you can use it anywhere in between so that's really nice you no longer have to sit on 95 and then have your two dots tick and you overcap by five or some stupid shit 
think that's really nice. I think Raging Strikes is also 60 seconds now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really... It's kind of nice, I guess, but it's kind of weird using Raging and Mid- uh, Valid. Rage is Valid. Probably feel more active. Yeah. Oh, it'll, it'll think... definitely feel more active. <laughs> <laughs> and the two charges on Blood Letters. Oh, that's good. so good. No, I'm so happy that so they did something, though. But is, your yeah. two dots can still tick. Yeah. And you can still cap. So, I don't know. I, I feel so dumb. We've been getting two procs on both other songs this whole time. And I yeah. never once thought it would ha- about it happening to Bloodletter. <laughs> what? I don't know why. Really? I never thought of it. Yeah. So like, because I'm just used to, oh, I got my Bloodletter tick. I got my Bloodletter proc. I'm like, oh, if they give us a second charge, it won't overcap when I get one. Yeah. But you get two. You can still get two at once, and then you're instantly. Yeah, you just there's still a potential like yeah. cap thing, but it's way lesser now. It's it's nice, but also like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe three charges next time. Three charges. <laughs> Level ninety four trait. Well, I think it also. I think it's it's actually in a lot of ways, um, pretty improved. I think there's 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 a good way to use. <laughs> there's a good way to use <sighs> double bloodletter procs now, um, and it's, I say good, but it is a deliberate clipping of your next GCD if it is a burst shot. That is that is something that is present if you if you do it now that's going to probably happen more but it does mean that you can pretty accurately still just knock off a bunch of blood letters if you really need to and you just have more of them to press most of the time now he's going to open the door i gotta let him out there you go there you go goodbye goodbye aloha thank you i can't thank you for being here now where's ivy so i can get love instead of paw anyway um so that's that's the big thing with that. But for me, the the big thing is going back to Apex and Blast. Um, you now have three possible situations with Apex. One, it it is available in your burst, and you can press Apex and Blast in your burst. That I think is the first situation most people think of. If you get to a hundred on Apex outside of your burst windows, you can save Blast, which is equivalent to a one hundred gauge Apex. For inside and not overcap. So you still have this tool. You then have the dream scenario of then getting another 80 Apex Soul Gauge and then doing Blast Apex Blast inside of a burst one. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so our that sounds so disgusting. Happy. Yeah. And so, and as long as you're in your burst, if you're at at least 80 gauge, you can use it in your burst. You don't, you don't need to worry about getting to 100 and then, and then landing it. So. There, there's a lot built in. On top of that, with Barrage Refulgent, I think Bard's going to feel really good to play. That was my biggest concern right now. It does not feel good popping Apex every time it hits 100 right now. It feels like an underwhelming capstone tool. I think that the adjustments to the amount of potency you get per 20 gauge, which is only a little less now, I think it's 500 max versus 600, but with the potency changes, that probably equals out calculation-wise. But being able to guarantee a full power one through another skill, plus being able to use the original one, plus having all your buffs naturally line up, including Sidewinder, Battle Voice, the all, it, it all, it all comes together and makes for what should be a, a feeling, a good feeling playing this job. I actually think Bard's gonna be hype as fuck after thinking about it for the past several days a little bit more. I wish you guys could see how excited I am. <laughs> it feels really good to play. 
<laughs> How? Okay, okay express express it. If we can't see it, you have to express it. Stalala H two. Okay. But like five times. F okay, chat. Hold on, I'll do it. Hold on. Wait. I'm I'm doing it here. Hold on. Uh, so we this this we, this needs to stop. Three, four, five. There we go. Oh wait, no, that works. Yeah. Now even if there we go. You have the chant. Yeah, I want chant so bad. I'm actually, so upset even for people who don't have it, they understand. <laughs> even for people who don't have it, the the thought is there. That's all. That's all that matters. Perfect. Okay. So yeah, the only thing that people are kind of question mark about with Bard is Radiant Finale, which is a oh. ninety second cooldown, but. Yeah. I actually think they nailed this skill. I think it's it's kind of interesting. Slide like muted. definitely it's gonna be a opener two percent, like one quota is hundred yeah. percent. But I think after that there's this this cause two quota and three quota is just one percent difference. Yeah. So you if you wanna maximize usage you can do four percent until six minutes and then you do a five percent and you go back to four percent, whatever. Or because 120 second stuff is really strong now, so you can either do like two five 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 all the way. So it's it's quite flexible, I would say, and you can move it around depending on kill time, which is quite nice. Yeah, yeah. I was actually gonna say the same thing. Yeah, being able to synchronize it with two minutes potentially is it makes it, it adds an inter interesting interaction to their skill, and I think like a lot of people probably sleeping on the fun of optimizing that. Sly, how are you feeling? <laughs> Because you've had a face the whole time. <laughs> On paper, it looks decent. Like, there's something in the back of my head. When I when I saw Radiant Finale the first time... I mean, it seems good. Like... And you said one um, one code on opener, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll do two. So the biggest thing that it does right is that two coda, which is how much you would get on its actual re... Like, in 90-second cooldown, you will always get two coda. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest margin mm -hmm. of buff. They made sure that if you are going for the third coda, that it is not another 2%, which would most likely warrant people always holding it for the two minutes, which then why is it 90 in the first place? other than maybe right. getting an extra one in a fight. Because of the way they've done it, if right. there's boss downtime during uh, pay-on, you can guarantee a three on a, on a reopener mm -hmm. on the boss. You can set it up so that your strongest last burst on a fight is a 5%. You can set it up that certain fights, you always do it at six minutes if it's a 100% uptime. Makes perfect mm -hmm. sense. It's, it Basically, a really good bard will do a lot of good things with Radiant Finale, and an inexperienced bard isn't crippling their party by not doing it. Yeah, you can but just I use, like, every one, 90 seconds. Yeah. I, I think one every thing about seconds. Radiant Finale, okay. though, is that, well, if the downtime is really big, you can't really get a quota because you can't target the boss to play your song. Mm. That's one thing, mm. too. So it, it's really, it's really fight-dependent. Yeah, like E1, I think you'd have to coda like during the ad phase, for example, to then make sure mm -hmm. that after everything comes back, you just kind of go into another 2%. So yeah. there, are, there are situations like that. But that's the thing. I think I think Radiant Finale is kind of an example of why maybe everything going to 60s and 120s is not 
I, I want, kind of why they don't necessarily want that for every single ability. Because as nice as it is, as much as we like to say, oh, you know, how it lines up with this, and I'll always have this buff under that. Finale does sort of show the merits of not everything being the same. I think, in terms of interactive gameplay with yeah, your job and understanding your yeah. job. And they, they definitely accounted for it. <laughs> That's why it's just a 1% difference. And I think that that accounting for it is if they do ever shy away from 60s and 120s again and start to try to create more 90s or more like awkward cooldowns, I think that's the formula and is making it so on its cooldown, the cooldown it has, is the biggest gain between the one and the two. And then make it so if you are having it, you are using it at that later time, the, the benefit, flat benefit on the skill is lower. So you, yeah. the, the, the application does actually have to be considered. So I hope they take that formula and reapply Because, like, our other 90s for the other two jobs don't take that into account at all. They just make sense for different reasons. Black Mage and uh, Monk, specifically. Mm-hmm. Monk doesn't make any fucking sense. So that's <laughs> <laughs> I will auto-attack twice as fast on 90s. <laughs> oh, I didn't understand, like, what the point of that was. But uh, auto-attacks are same. strong, but it's still it's, just like... It's like... Huh? Like, yeah, it's like good, but also why? Yeah, it's weird, but I mean, it's, it's the same as Radiant, where you're gonna want to like pair it up with mm-hmm. two minutes as much as possible without losing usage of it. Yep. So it's gonna be fun in that regard, at least. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, like, usually fun in this game comes from like clunkiness, so it's like. Yeah, that's true. Well, they nail that most of the time, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely nail clunkiness when they, uh, do or don't want to. Oh man. But I think the whole ranged role is, how do I say this? The most balanced role, I think. Caster's pretty close from the changes they got to, I think. They're, they're very mm-hmm. balanced. And they're the roles with the least number of jobs in them, and I think that might be why. Would you say I casters guess? are balanced? Not entirely. <laughs> I think there's one thing that stands out on casters that is okay. definitely an imbalance. Maybe, maybe you're thinking the same thing I am. We'll see. <laughs> I think, I think what, I think when we have that moment, we'll find that it's magic. Yeah. That was a terrible. That was a pun. Oh, no, yeah. that was. Shut, that shut was up. Bad. But it was not a pun. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, it's not the see, pun you think. I have to though. do a show with this. I have to do a show with this. Uh, this is what I deal with every fucking show. But do you get the puns? I like it. Yes, I do. I don't think you, I, I don't think you do. Do you? What's the pun? Tell me the pun then. Explain it to me. You said it. M- magic. Just, just, I didn't God. say that. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. I said magic. I said it'll be magic. What's the pun? Yeah. It's magic. That's not... <laughs> anyway, we're going on to the caster roll next anyway, so I guess I don't have to take long to explain it, because we'll start with Red Mage. And that's where the pun came from, because of Magic Barrier. Yeah, I don't know what they're thinking with that. No, it's, that's worse. <laughs> oh, you didn't get it either? Wait, you didn't get it. <laughs> it's I, not. Oh, <laughs> I got you. I got you, bro. I, I know what you meant. <laughs> Did I need to put more emphasis on it so it was like the K? It was like the, the magic. Okay, that's me when uh, I said sick. No. Yeah, that's true. We did literally make the exact, yeah. You know what? It's weird how that works out. 
<laughs> I didn't, yeah, if we had the exact same bad pun idea with the exact same CK and C- All right, yeah, all right. Brain yeah, cell. There you go. I love that. <laughs> uh, now, Red Mage, outside of Magic Barrier, everything's looking really cool. Um, they're, they can literally activate their burst window on demand without any consideration to their mana. They can also pull mana for burst. Why am I saying mana like this? I just started saying it. I'm literally, I never said mana like this until I recorded this video. And I can't say mana. I can't say mana anymore. Yeah. I don't know why mana. It's like trials, trails of mana. It's just, I can't stop saying it. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, trails of mana? Vermont. Isn't that mana? Isn't mana and mana are potato, potato, essentially. Yeah. Mana, <laughs> I heard Red Mage Birth is like really strong now. There we go. Yeah, uh, that's that's the big thing. So Red Mage is pretty much identical in terms of its the the gameplay flow, but their burst is more accessible, more uh, frequent, and more cursed. <laughs> Red Mage is pretty fucking cursed right now of of the jobs that we've had to talk about. And Embolden is now. All damage. All damage. Big thing. Oh. No, I, don't it, I don't think it got nerfed either. It's ten percent. It's ten percent, and then uh, it? degrades two percent every four every four was seconds. Was I think it was ten percent. It might. Yeah, I think it was ten percent. Oh, um, but it was, it was twenty for some reason. It was physical. Well, it's twenty percent to oh, you. It's twenty to yourself. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You get twenty, and then it degrades, and then everybody else gets less. Um, but now the yeah. one that everyone else gets is is ten percent to everything instead of just physical. That's yeah, that's gonna be really strong. I'm curious how they're gonna balance that on top of you know having literally the best progression toolkit in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know what they like. They they look nutty. Yeah. Red mage. Red mage is something because so so here's the thing. In terms of the most obvious things on the surface, magic barrier, as long of a cooldown as it has, as short of a duration as it has. Is still on the job that was already the most popular job for progression rating because of its save of its run saveability. It's 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 MP efficiency for the healers because they don't have to res. It's it's a hit to the red mage. Obviously, they don't want to have to do it, but it's they're just so valuable already. Now you've yeah. given them they're damage pitching. reduction and healing increase once every two minutes, and it's pretty. Vercure is really strong. Yeah, and Vercure, honestly, I've seen runs just completely saved by Vercure. Yeah, I've saved so many runs in Ucom just off Vercure alone. It's yeah. it's actually like it does ten percent of the tank's HP. It's crazy. I've never seen a job so pigeonholed into being in so many prog parties <laughs> than Red Mage. Like I like yeah. these changes just make it even even worse now. Like yeah. it, they're locked. It's pretty much locked. And somebody's gonna be um be a red mage in, in whatever prog you do. Double caster thing- is almost guaranteed like locked for hardcore. Yep. I don't see a way I, mm-hmm. I don't see a group that is like consider I, I let me be clear. You don't need to. There's you don't mm-hmm. absolutely don't need to, but do it. We can yeah. see uh <laughs> there's the caveat. Do after we're done I can I can like give like hypothesize. Like there's there's a few jobs we haven't talked about yet that have some insane utility. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with magic barrier, is I like to think of it as like Paladin's uh, passage of arms, right? Um, I think it's like mm-hmm. kind of like a good comparison because when you think of Paladin, it has the same exact toolkit. Like he has divine veil, which is like you know it's shake, it's heart of light, it's you know it's like the same ability, right? 
But the thing that makes Paladin really good is that it has a second ability it can weave between the downtime of Divine Veil that the other tanks can't. And that's kind of the spot Red Mage is in, too. In between your addles, you can have a magic barrier where the other casters can't. Yep. Which is the reason why it's disgusting. And don't forget, Adol has the physical reduction on it now, too. All the casters have this, obviously, the 5%. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't on the tooltips, I don't think, but they told us about it in the live letter uh, that we had prior to the media tour. So they're they're ridiculous. The only thing that the only yeah. the only saving grace would be potentially if is if their damage is low low, and I, that doesn't seem to look like it's going to be the case because their burst is also stupid strong. The only uh. thing that's cursed about them right now is the sheer fucking volume of OGCDs they have. They are the summoner opener of casters this time, which is good for damage because that means more damage with their raid buffs. Yeah. But yeah. speaking of Summer, I think Summer actually lost a lot of their off GCDs. They have almost none. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, again, that's like kind of like a negative on Summer's part. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I'm, listen, let me, let me, I'm gonna give you one OGCD possibility that I've seen floating around. That would be optimal if you could not clip. And I want you to tell me what this OGCD window tells you about the busyness. Flesh it, pot. <laughs> I think I just barfed in my mouth. <laughs> I don't want to tell you the rest of what the OGCDs look like, but clipping is going to be a next, fucking thing for. Next, you're going to tell me get a triple move with like Contra Six and uh, Reprise. Uh. Wait, wait, no, <laughs> no. Oh, uh, wait, you actually, you might want to take back things like saying, wait, no way, <laughs> no way, stop right there. Wait, are you serious? Gonna, you're not, you're not, I'm gonna need you to not say the word triple weave around red mage theory crafters right now. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that's, there, that's oh, not to mention the possibility of not. Six cast. I will say that there is the possibility of no longer doing a six-second cast opener. You do the you do a jolt instead because jolt had some minor buffs to it in regards to its 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 comparatively. So pot jolt into your first GCD might be a real thing also. So um, that's a little less cursed, I think. Right. Sorry, I'm still like wrapping my head around the triple weaving in there. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, there too, yeah. it's kind of like um, Heavens or Machinist because you, you triple weave on Heavens or Machinist too in the open air. Yeah, do like a triple buff blood shot or something like that. Yeah, Bard's looking at Red Mages like first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, back in the yeah the the did you back in Stormblood right or maybe even today you do uh you you used to clip for your blood letter if you got it during your uh like mid roll yeah. You can still do that, yeah, because it was the same potency. I think, I think since burst shot got its potency, since it's higher than heavy, I think it's less common now, but still, still reasonable. Like the amount of yeah. potency loss for the clip isn't too bad. Um, funny. Yeah, so Red Mage is the potentially most cursed of them, um, and if it is that cursed, people will ask for them to change a few things. It's just because they have, and it's honestly because they have two stacks of their movement tools. Yeah, I don't, that seems really weird. I don't know why they needed that, cause like, there's really not, I've never been in a situation on the Red Mage where I was like, man, I wish I had two displacements, or I wish I had two, uh, two Contra Six, 
It's not like Spine Shatter die like on like on Dragoon yeah, or something like that. Six, that would be nuts. <laughs> or sorry, um, Core Cores. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So, good luck, Red. I hope you like Reprise and Swiftcast along with Bluecast. Yeah. Hey, the good news is, oh, and then not to mention the uh, the two minutes saving your pot for two minutes and doing three melee combos back to back. That's enough. <laughs> That's actually optimization nowadays too. Or like yeah. sometimes um, you might opt for like a one minute potion. Uh, that's it's very rare, but like that's be, actually. I think two minute yeah. pots is going to be standard in Endwalker instead of potting your opener. It depends on the job, but like almost every job is better at kill two time. minutes. Yeah, kill time if it's less than eight minutes and you can do it at two and eight. Uh, it's probably going to be pretty popular. Otherwise, you'll probably just do zero six twelve. That's cool though, because you know I was kind of I was kind of worried because like. Optimizing like threes and nineties is like a pretty big, uh, factor, especially like in progression. Um, you know, when, like, especially in Shiva, actually, like, a lot of groups, you know, they, they kind of muffled their, uh, threes and nineties a bit, not syncing them up with like the twos and the sixties bursts. Uh, so like that, losing that kind of like micro optimization, uh, kind of sucked, but then you see like now, every job is like, Insane and, uh, and bursting, so it's just like, and then they also have like wind up periods like, um, like Dragoon's like life window and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Like, Dragoon's two minute window is. <laughs> feels bad if you're on the, yeah. feels bad if you're on the East Coast, to tell you that, or anywhere from. Oh yeah, no, that's there, yeah. That's, I hope you enjoy, yeah, hi Sly, he's East Coast. <laughs> My Dragoon's like, yeah, I'm just going to double weave jump in a, you know, they're off your skin, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Stardiver Nashron, same OGCD smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stardiver plus one other thing. Stardiver alone is scary. Yeah. Stardiver alone, fuck. Yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. So, enjoy your curse shit, Red Mage. Next, let's go to two much less cursed jobs in the form of Black Mage and, uh, Black Mage and uh, Summoner. Black Mage first. Um, some really great new things here. Uh, Paradox a little... It's a little bit of a question mark. I, I think people have mapped it out a little bit more and have found where its applications are. It, it's not as strong as a Fire 4 uh, buffed Fire 4, but it is a lower GCD. Thus meaning it kind of it holds value still. So out. So basically inside of Burst, as long as you're fitting all the Fire 4s, it should generally be okay, all the instant cast Fire 4s. But other than that, it seems like Paradox actually fits in fairly well. Um, but they didn't destroy it. They You have on-demand polyglot every two minutes for burst now. Um, and on-demand movement. Leyline's still 90 seconds. Leyline's as ever was. You have uh, a more standard AoE rotation. That's not just cold flaring. or And thunder application. Fouls instant cast for AoE after level 80 now. Aspect Mastery's fucking level 1. So sinking down is going to be fucking god tier. That's like the worst thing about Black Mage to me is that leveling process. Yeah. It's so miserable. It's, it always has been. Yeah, and they're doing their best to try to mitigate that. Fire 3 and Blizzard 3 being at the same level is another big one, so you don't have to have that weird point where you can transpose one and, and then not transpose the other. Uh, they also streamlined the AoE. Blizzard 2 is no longer point blank, for example. It is like Fire 2, and they are meant to complement each other, especially at the higher levels. They involve Freeze as AoE Blizzard 4, Flare as AoE Fire 4, essentially in the same capacity. And so it's everything, everything has kind of been, you know, tight, tightened up. That seems to be the main focus here, and then just 80 to 90 is Paradox, 
the bonus polyglot stack and um, uh, one other thing I forgot. Oh, sharp cast. And sharp cast doesn't have a duration anymore. Last I checked. So how being instacast is nice too. Yeah, it's there's it's literally yeah. so many good things. Black Mage should be rejoicing. They don't have magic barrier, and they lost sleep. Uh, sleep is now a roll action and a single. Yeah, card, but I kind of hope Black Mage does like. Instacast. The thing is though, like the my issue with Red Mage is that. SE is put in a position where damage means all, right? Yeah. They're kind of put in a position where damage means all because they tried balancing Red Mage based on their toolkit and it didn't work out because people just constantly complained and complained and complained that they were just doing so much less damage than like Red Mage or a Summoner and Black Mage, right? And the thing is, that's understandable because like progression in this game is v- such a small portion of like the, the raid tier, right? For most groups, progression is like one, two, three weeks at most, like depending on like your skill level. After that, it's just it's just farm, party finder stuff. So like it's kind of understandable. Like I don't really know how they're going to balance red mage in compared to something like black mage, right? It's it's definitely going to be interesting to see what they decide to do. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of going all the way back to Realm Reborn in uh, 2.4 when Final Coil came out. Uh, Monk was considered pretty much mandatory for every group because that's when Dragon Kick had int reduction and mm-hmm. was yeah. a liability to say the least with, you know, they still hadn't fixed all their magic defense and everything. Uh, but as soon as you could survive without Dragon Kick, most groups for speed went to Dragoon even before the .45 changes. So uh, it kind of reminds me of that Red Mage was a lot like that when it first came out. They Everyone was bringing them week one and then they were like, yeah, but it's Red Mage is weak. So let's do something else mm-hmm. now because we shouldn't be dying as much so we don't need the res. And they kind of don't want to end up in that same spot again where yep. you are there because of res and magic bear and not because you contribute enough otherwise past the one first thing, week. Like, weren't they MP negative when they first released? I think so. And well, with the amount of resing people do also, they're generally MP negative. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone expects them to res even more nowadays, so in some ways they're always MP negative. <laughs> That's true. But they were they yeah. were very much like they were if you did your rotation perfectly, MP negative. And then people expected you to res. So that wasn't fun. For any and not a single red mage do I know had fun doing that ever. To like downtime, What's- please. I didn't realize how um, scuffed your magic is actually, or mana is on red mage. Once you like, if you, you die or you do too many raises, like it's almost nearly impossible to increase that outside of lucid. It's even worse when if you're a red mage and you see that you end one healer died, you know what they're about to say to you when you get up. <laughs> <laughs> what they're in their melee combo. No, like the red. <laughs> no, I know. I was, I was joking. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I ask a red mage to raise, they're like, "I'm in my melee combo. I can't I'm do it right now." Combo, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's and that might happen more now. <laughs> so, that's that's actually a concern no. for progression, though. Yeah, it's actually a downside to red mage because not only do you get two core cores, which puts you in melee range as well, but you're also dealing with potentially more melee combos, which means you're going to be in melee range more often. Which is why, like, people take Ninja in the first place, just because it gives them more leniency around strat making. And the melee combos are GCD longer now. Is yep. it? Yeah, because they have oh. resolution. Mm-hmm. You, if you yeah. interrupt any GCD after, you cannot oh. do anything. Yeah. You have to anything. for a whole You are locked in. Resolution, yeah. yeah. You are locked in. Yeah. But you don't need to be in melee range for those, right? No, but you, if you cast anything else, you lose them. Yeah. So, 
I'm in melee combo is now three melees, three spells, mm-hmm. pretty much. So this means you can't get the raise. Yeah, you can't get the raise. Yeah, quick. without. Well, you might sack problem. it just for prog. But yeah, like, for yeah. prog you'll do it. But that's yeah, it's six GCDs of please don't make me do this. I hate my yeah, life. yeah. So that is that is another important thing. Maybe that's the way of nerfing the raise. Watch this making. Making it so they can never do it. <laughs> Imagine like in a two minute window where you're trying to do like two back to back. You just what twelve GCDs of no raise. What That's what like almost. Oh lord. Can't it's gonna be like what, almost thirty seconds of no raising. But you have magic barrier and adult, so you know that's fine. And sleep now. Everybody just sleep now. For deep dungeon. Listen for deep dungeon. That's a buff. They can dual cast sleep. Don't. Oh. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Ew, I never thought of that. I don't think I ever thought Yeah, yeah, they can dual cast sleep now for deep dungeons. And uh, with Sly's interview, they did confirm another deep dungeon that there will be one in Endwalker. So, yay! Deep Dungeon's kind Yay. of like ultimate. It's um, maybe it's like not like for the whole player base, but like the thing with ultimate fights, right? Like even today, they're they're still relevant. You know, four yeah. years after launch, that's mm-hmm. that's so that's so good. And it's the same thing with Deep Dungeon, right? Deep Dungeon is just it stays relevant because that's just the kind of content it is. It's like I I think Deep Dungeon's that's great content. Yeah, I think we need another one. We should have had one this expansion, but you know. Yeah, I'm I I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh. So yeah, Black Mage looking solid, looking like just a few adjustments to. You will need another GCD to guarantee one Xenoglossy in the in the opener. You already guarantee it now, but you'll probably go for two realistically in the opener now if you're doing the full one. Um, bit more movement, but it's just a bit more everything. Just Black Mage, they didn't screw it up, and I really thought they were going to screw it up, so I was shocked that they didn't. Uh, and then we have uh, Summoner, which is just the bonus job. It's like it's the machinist of. Of Endwalker, it's oh, you wanted a new caster? Here's your new caster. Uh, Summoners, I'm seeing a lot of mixed thoughts about Summoner. There are some people who kind of prefer the way it is now. Um, with just they would prefer some fixes to the way it works now versus a complete identity change. But th- I've been asking for this identity for years. It's just it's hyper mobile. I don't know why they gave any skill cast times on this job. It's a complete waste of fucking consideration. With how many, with how many fucking things that you have, so. It's a ranged main. I'm I'm mad. You can play this stall. Quite frankly, you should you should say I'll play range physical or summoner. Nobody in my group wants to play range. Well, I blame them. Not every single tier. My group goes to a different range because they all quit the game. (laughs) I'm not even trolling. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. But I can tell because you're not laughing. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's so stall. If, if somebody in your group played range, would you play summoner? I would. I would try. But the thing is, in my group, the five of us are ranged mains, and they all left ranged. <laughs> it's just me left. Because all of them, they don't want to play range anymore. It's like me. It just sounds like my personal fucking hell. <laughs> it's almost the like same as like healers and start and at the start of shadow. Everybody's just fucking ranged, and yeah, 
I think with Summoner, um, Summoner's also, like, kind of broken utility-wise. Like, that new Rekindle they get. Mm-hmm. That's a, I mean, that's a really strong heal. It gets, uh, you restore 200 off the bat, and then it's like it has an X-Cog effect where after the player drops be- or below 50 or the effect expires, it gives them a 1,000 potency uh, heal, which is really strong. And then you also have free Titan Shield now, right? I think it's free. It's free. Yeah. You have to, Carbuncle has to be out. So that's yeah. thing. And I think it is a longer cool, cause I, it used to be Eggy Assault 1's cooldown, now it's 60 seconds with two charges. Mm-hmm. And it's only two charges at level 88. Another thing. It's one charge. At least it's free now. Yeah, but it is, it is you, free, yeah. You don't need Tyna on the field. Yeah. So that's, that's gonna be really good for like some, it's like kind of like a, like a shade shift almost actually. It's just more frequent. Yeah, you just don't need Titan. And no, no more Titan in Uwu because damage doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah. Which, you know. I can't wait to get the shade shift. I'm gonna rip that apart. Ooh, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm excited. <laughs> no, I got that. I can tell. I can tell. I, I got that. I got some words. Words. Yeah. I'm sure you do. Uh, I I think that the the optimizations on Summoner are kind of a little boring, but other than that, it should be a pretty solid job. The the big thing we talked a little bit about OGCD availability versus you know how many GCDs you actually have. Um, it does seem like the team did try to balance that. Every job that has very few OGCDs essentially has insanely high GCD potencies. So um, mm-hmm. with Summoner, we see that nonstop. It's literally the only thing that's weird is Summon Bahamut and Summon Phoenix don't have a potency, but they are on the GCD. So that they that makes their other potencies even crazier. Uh, like every summon, every Arcanum is seven hundred, and then the Ifrit casts are four thirty, and then the Titan casts are three thirty with a one fifty OGCD, and then Slipstream is four thirty, and then it has like there's a dot that comes afterwards, and then you have Death Flare being five hundred, which is OGCD, and then you have Ockmorn being like six hundred is an OGCD, and then you have Fester, which is three hundred. They actually still do have a decent amount of OGCDs, but their GCD like power is is considerable, I'd say. Um, yeah, but they don't have Magic Bear. I'm curious to see what their buff contribution is going to be like. You mean with uh, Searing Light? No, like what damage they do under buffs. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's going to be a thing. Yeah, and Searing Light, it seems like they considered that you won't see Carbuncle very much, so they made it 30 seconds. They made it weaker, but they made it they made it only 3%, but it's 30 seconds, so you can get it out really early in fights for everyone's burst window. Um well, no longer two target gods. I don't know. They have a lot of, and pretty much every skill is AOE on Summoner. Oh, wait, did we talk about that on Red Mage? What they're two target? How everything's AOE? Yeah, they're they can Mulanay into the yeah Verholy stuff now. So yeah. yeah, that's crazy for their two target. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. It's a little more MP uh, cost at sixty instead of fifty, but mm. their AOE, their like normal AOE filler, didn't have their mana cost reduced their generation. So it's, it balances that. All the single target skills like lost a ton of mana generation to fit the eighty to fifty change that they did. But for Moulin A, it still sh- it should be a little bit more frequent, or at least equally as frequent as it was before. But like now, it goes into their combo. I mean, that's just a change they made to everything. Everything single target and AOE pretty much collides in their burst window because everything is like AOE with fall off and of and of some kind, pretty much. Yeah. And Red Mage, that's going to help a lot, because their AOE uh, feels like fucking garbage right now if you ever have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it does. 
I never, I mean, I've been saying Verholi should have been two targets in Stormblood. I don't know why it was never. They even got new animations now that they're AoE. For Fire and Verholi. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's slightly improved. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's alright. Right. Uh, Rune 4's AoE also on Summoner. So. Wait, really? Yeah. 4.30 with where, AoE Fall. Where is that? Rune 4? Might not be on this one. Uh, oh, it might be this page. Okay. Now, let's see. I have, because, yeah, Summoner's another one of those jobs. Yeah. Needs mm-hmm. It's a brand spanking new job. Yeah, that's that's all the uh, no, that's all the summon stuff. I think. Let's see. Well, yeah, it is brand spanking new. Where's Rune Four? Rune Four. I, you know what though? I gotta admit, I didn't actually look on the first page, so it could have been there. It's probably on page. Did I put Rune Four in? Uh, you probably did, and I just didn't see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's Appreciate AOE. It. It's AOE. Yes, yeah. that's that's all I need to know. Is it? Did I just not see it? There's so many fucking skills. Actually, this brings up a good point. Um, I kind of forgot about it until now. But, like, it's kind of weird, isn't it? How, like, you have Summoner, Red Major, with all this defensive utility. Like, Summoner having, you know, basically two, almost two Mana Wards in the duration that Black Mage can get one. And Black Mage can only get Mana Ward every two minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that's like a weird decision on Scourge's part. I wonder uh, if they even think about stuff like that. They probably do, but it's something that uh, they, they talk about how much they consider skills, ley lines. I, he went into great detail about everything they considered for ley lines, even back in Shadowbringers. And so, but this, I have a feeling they just, they probably don't look at those skills. It's similar to what the discussion we had earlier. They don't look at those skills and say they need these skills. They look at yeah. them and go, okay, so Black Mage every two minutes is unkillable. Like, they, they're going to want to not move, so their their defensive being less frequent but stronger might help them stay still in a scenario. Uh, E9S is a great example of leylining on the wall after a wide angle, and just saying, fuck that, I'm not going to be part of the next heal. But I have a barrier, so it's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. so they might they might balance it around decisions like that. Uh, but I still, I just, Red Mage, that's a Red Mage strong. That's it. Summoner, I think, is going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be strong. I think it's going to be fun. And I'm very... But the big thing is, like we said, with Red Mage being the way it is now, Double Caster is going to be pretty dominant amongst... I can see it being prog-heavy, yeah. Like, Summoner Utility is not only good for themselves. Like, they have really, you know... One of the reasons, like, they were... Like, Titan Shield was used so much in T, right? In T progression, especially with all the downtime mechanics. Like, if there's ever downtime mechanics, that that, that was... Titan Shield was, like, the Mm go-to. Um, but you combine that with now, uh, Rekindle, which is, you know, a 1200 points to heal every two minutes, I believe, because you alternate Phoenix every other minute. Yeah. Uh, or is it still 60 seconds? Or is it 60 seconds now? I don't it's, know. it's 60 seconds. We swap between Bahamut and Phoenix every 60 yeah. seconds. Um, so it's, it's two minutes then, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. the big thing is though, Summoner does suffer a little bit from downtime now, because there is a chance that you need to just say fuck your Arcanums to go right into a Phoenix or Bahamut. For example, um, so like if you, if you know, if you Bahamut and then you have your Arcanums, when you come out of your Arcanums, then, you know, you're at Phoenix for whatever reason. You just say fuck the Arcanums because otherwise you're off kilter for pretty much the entire time. So there is those, there are little considerations like that, but I think every job has to deal with those to some capacity. I just think summoners are different. It's probably the best way to put it. Um, moving on from, yes. Do you think you'll swap one of the casters out for Black Mage? I think it depends uh-huh. on how much damage they deal. Yeah, it depends on the damage, I think. 
Um, as with like anything. Yeah, I think it's the same argument you can make with machinists, but you just can't make it as well with casters because red mage exists. Where you can I play it. How you would balance it? Yeah, that, that's what I'm crazy. saying. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. I just think that double caster having both red mage and summoner, both having reses. And by the way, I I don't know if there were the MP values were just off. I I couldn't run out of MP as summoner if I fucking tried in the Mediator build. It was impossible. I never pressed Lucid, and I don't think I ever fell below 9,500 MP. I, I, just, I literally <laughs> might as well have not had it as a resource at the Mediator. So there is also that. Um, so maybe their MP... That might make them... If Red Mage doesn't have the same budgeting, that might actually make even summoner, if you don't need a shit ton of back-to-back, is your actual go-to first res in pretty much any scenario. But it's not even MP, like, neutral. It's like, you just are at, like, 10,000, like, forever. It's it's like, you, you, I think you gain MP. I think you're just, if you're at 10,000, you cast a spell, and you don't go below 10,000. Now you're, I think it's, like, MP positive now, practically. Maybe it's just gonna be, like, Black Mage. You're not supposed to use Lucid. <laughs> Unless you die or something. Yeah, honestly, if you... Probably. Re- Right now, with Summoner, with the MP cost there, if you would only use Lucid if you die or have to res. And even then, you'd get back to 10,000. So Red Mage is, is gonna have, uh, very high MP efficiency on their reses if everything stays the same. They have overflow, practically. So, this shit's nutty. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Uh, and then we go into the final roll, which we're running yes. a bit late. So, Momo, I will try to rein you in a little bit. But we're going to start you on Dragoon, because this is Sly's job. Oh. <laughs> 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 Dragoon, Dragoon, is like the, Dragoon is like the least interesting new job, just because like they're just the perfect job as it is now, and they're still the perfect job. We and, don't ask and, for shit. We, we yeah. never ask for yeah, shit. Yeah, they literally... Yeah, they're probably like the most boring in terms of what they got. They get basically like yeah. a thirty. You I think it's like thing, press every. You got a button 30. press every ten GCDs. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I mean, the optimization is gonna be cool. Like you're going to want to obviously like try to pull your star divers or sorry, uh, spine shadows for every two minute window. Um, mm-hmm. Their two minute windows are going to be really hectic. It's gonna be a lot of fun to play. I think. Uh, Sixty seconds. Blood for uh, blood. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, the big thing with the lance charge change is that in a dummy scenario, you never have to delay life. Obviously, that's not practical in any fight, but mm-hmm. you should hit your life at 45 seconds into the fight, looking at the current standard opener. Um, that's where you would if you did it exactly 30 seconds apart for your mirage dives, so your Skogel is, is mm-hmm. off the down. Um, so in that scenario, there is no more life adjustment, but anytime there's downtime, there's definitely gonna be life adjustment still. But it shouldn't be nearly um, as annoying. Uh, again, outside of that, uh, AOE is better and finally gets, uh, disembowel, an automatic disembowel mm-hmm. power charge. Yeah. That's a change yeah. across the board. Like, Warrior, same thing. They just yeah. get their IF yeah. now for oh. the AOE. Um, Raiden Thrust doesn't have the, um, positional, positional requirement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I saw Power Surge as a tree, I was like, as a Heavens Surge again, I was like, oh, my baby. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I will. Say, I think it's like it's it's, oh, it's kind of cool. It's like a nostalgic throwback almost. I will say Dragoon is the only, uh, I think, the only melee that does not have any form of defensive, but they have. I think they have uh, Life Surge. That doesn't count. Stop. 
No, no, it actually, no, it, it actually does. I, saw, I, I know, I, I made this no. argument to somebody. I told them, I was like, yeah, they have life surge because they get that guaranteed heal every time they life surge. And they're like, and they get two now. And they get two now. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually really good. No, it is really I'm, yeah. I'm not denying that, but I wouldn't call it a defensive. <laughs> Here's the I, thing. I, would, never, call it a I would never be like, oh, I'm going to life surge here because I'm taking damage. I'm going to life surge, and it's going to hopefully line up with a point where yeah. max HP. Well, yeah. It's like the same thing as, like, Riddle of Earth, right? Like, you kind of... I mean, like, as a healer, like, you just plan around their windows, right? It's so, like, if you know they're going to life surge there, you know they're going to take damage, it's like, okay, well, maybe we could shift some stuff around here and there or whatever. It's, it's like the same thing Riddle of Earth. Uh, is that what it's called, I think? The yeah, that's... that's six second? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Monk takes, like, reduced damage for 10 seconds. You can kind of plan around that, too, a little bit. Because, like, usually they use it pretty consistently. Because they kind of, like, map it out. Yeah. Yeah, if anything, if anything, Bloodbath is not defensive. Bloodbath is so good on Dragoon and Monk. Mm-hmm. And Samurai. Yes, sir. And everything. But best on them. Well, except Ninja, because half their fucking <laughs> yeah, toolkit is magic now. <laughs> they have shade shit, so it's okay. <laughs> Which we, oh, I can't wait to get into that. The eye will rip it apart. Well, lucky for you, next we're going to talk about Monk. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea about Monk, and you're the Monk man here, so. Um, yeah, Monk- like, I, I, I say this for you, Happy, because, like, I'm, like, I had to ask Drac about it a little bit, and he told me about it, and, like, okay. All right, Happy, what's your take? So, there's two outcomes to the monk changes. Outcome number one is right. cursed opener, <laughs> which is pre-pull PB at like 24 seconds, which means you need a 30 second mm-hmm. countdown for monks, which allows you to line up phantom rush with every burst window, and you can still. The big thing is now with perfect balance is it's so easy to fix any sort of mistake you make, any any misaligned openers or reopeners, because. Right now, you really want to do Twin Snakes, Demolish, Bootshine into PB. If you do not get that, your PB is terrible. Now, the power is really more shifted into the Blitz itself. So as long as you're meeting your conditions for your Blitz, then you have the freedom to maybe, for example, say, oh, I need to go into my burst right now, but I'm missing Twin Snakes. Okay, I can Twin Snakes here then. I can just force it because I'm formless for fucking 12 GCDs. Like, like at the, in the opener, eight GCDs during my two minute reopeners and stuff. Um, so all of that is great, but the cursed opener being the only way to get Phantom Rush inside of two minutes, your hardest hitting GCD, the only way to get it in two minutes without a boss downtime forcing it is to do a 30 second countdown with a pre-pull PB. And even then that opener is insane. It's like twin snakes, demolish, dragon kick, blitz. Then you're immediately formless, but you PB again. And not to mention, you also need to riddle of fire. You need to brotherhood. You need to be perfect balance OGCDing, and you're fast. So double weavings, you know, not great for people with high ping. You have a hundred percent chance of getting a chakra during brotherhood from every single ally as long as they're attacking. So you have a chakra every single OGCD. It is not unreasonable you can fit. There are two that you can get in a single GCD, but you just can't, couldn't possibly fit them. So even though you have less OGCDs, you will chakra every single GCD in your opener between every single one, which is, I think, guaranteed to be six or seven chakras. Every single Sounds time. like it's going to be really high CPM. Yes. Uh, but it'll, then it's really low CPM for the next, 105 seconds. 
That's like pretty much Dark Knight then. Yeah. Where you're like your high CPM for like 60 seconds and your low CPM for like 45 seconds. And your high this CPM is, this is high CPM for 20 seconds and then low CPM yeah. for 100 seconds, realistically. <laughs> Um, I mean, it sounds fun. I'm actually excited. Yeah, the, as it, honestly, I, I'm gonna say the uncursed opener is also fine, uh, where you you only phantom rush on one minutes, which is not exciting, not as exciting, but the opener is straightforward standard. And then on reopeners, you want to aim for more dragon kick boot shines. Um, it's pretty likely that it, it, common sense would dictate that you would elixir field as like your one minute uh, blitz because it's a lower potency. But Elixir Field forces you to do three of the same chakra, which is Dragon Kick, Boochine, Dragon Kick. You're always going to want to do that anytime you're doing Elixir Field, which means that Rising Phoenix is the one where you can do Twin Snakes Demolish and either a Dragon Kick or a Boochine. And so that might actually be better to throw at 60s, so you can just get that. And then to do literally Dragon Kick, Boochine, Dragon Kick, Elixir Field, Dragon Kick, or Boochine, Dragon Kick, Boochine, Phantom Rush, and drop Twin Snakes for a GCD or something during your actual burst. So, that's... It's very realistic that even with PB being three, that now we still try to do six GCD, like, Dragon Kick, Boochine, Spam, on two minutes. So, there's there's all... There's little things like that that I think are, are going to be really fun for it, but it's going to be fucking... Like, Chakra Overcap is... It's, it's over Overcap, because you get eight <laughs> guaranteed, like, every two yeah. seconds... So it's they just accept it. It's infinite during that, and, and just roll with it. I don't think you can ask for anything else at this point. That's part of the solution to like people complaining about uh, potentially having like because you know before it's not R, it was RNG, now it's like pretty much guaranteed, right? So it's probably that's probably a solution to people complaining about how uh, they couldn't leave Forbidden Chakra sometimes because it's just proccing like unfortunate times. And now it's like now you know you're going to get one every single GCD. So you're just going to be spamming it. Yep. It's uh, it's gonna be nuts. Um, the big thing, also something I missed in my media tour build, is Celestial Revolution. They have a basically they have a single failure blitz where it's their bunny, but it's still this potency. Um, it's an oh shit button. It's it's yeah. I fucked up. But the good news is something I, I fucked up my rotation. Yeah, is if you have a lunar nadi and you Celestial Revolution, it does actually give you a solar. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah that was something I didn't see because by default it says lunar. It basically looks at the gauge from left to right. If you don't have a lunar, it gives a lunar. If you do have one, it gives you a solar. Um, but it yeah. is a failure condition, and I think that's a little... I get why they do it that way, but I feel like the job would be more interesting if Elixir Field was your AoE uh, lunar and your and Celestial Revolution was your single target one. I think that actually makes the it makes the opener a little bit cooler. It makes it less Dragon Kick boot shiny, mm-hmm. but that's probably not the route they're going to actually go. So... There's a lot of really cool things with Monk. Riddle of Earth is still insane. I think Riddle of Wind is strong, but it's just one of those 90s that's kind of like you could have lit. This literally doesn't change how you play. You press it. Yeah, you and just press you, it and you're done. You auto attack. Yeah. It's, it's, it. You do have to make sure you have an auto attack uptime during it, though. If you ever press it and you ever mm-hmm. need to like back away for like a point blank mechanic, you can't like. If you. Because auto. I think auto attack range is further than GCD range by like a Yom or something. It's been a while since I've had to do it. Um, but you still need to consider that, making sure that you have auto attack uptime at all points during Riddle of Wind. Because anytime you have to back away because of a mechanic asking you to like take a step back, it's it's going to be extra fuck. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Even the cursed opener, it's really just the pre-pull time that's cursed. The actual GCD order is not cursed at all. So 
that's uh, it's just it's I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, I think it looks, I've I've hated monk since. Uh, well, I like tornado kick monk, but yeah, I mean, I liked riddle fire monk. Okay, but it was okay too. But heaven's Word monk has always been my favorite. So maybe this uh, new one will increase my interest in it. Go ahead. <laughs> so probably still gonna say dragoon though. Dragoon's always been my favorite. <laughs> if it ain't Bork, don't fix it. Well, since we talked about Dragoon and Monk, I suppose that means next we can talk about Samurai. Samurai <laughs> looks disgusting. Sure Samurai two-minute bursts is an astrologian's, like, fever dream. It is... Sorry, it's a raid buff job's fever dream. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, yeah, it is absolutely disgusting in that potency amount. Yeah. Good old Hammerai. I think people were saying it was like almost 10,000 potency or something in that little burst. Well, was... yeah, I mean, it's 2,400 from Oni Namikiri and Keishi Namikiri. And that's in the original. I know the reopener, you have Shintens to spare. So it, it like, mm-hmm. it cranks that up like a lot. But you have, you know, you have your kites. It's the, the, although <laughs> the cursed opener for Samurai. <laughs> No, no, it's not that bad. There. It's not that bad, but it's <laughs> funny. It's fun because the pre, the cursed opener for for uh, samurai is pre pull third eye face pull. <laughs> to oh, oh, that's actually <laughs> something I want to touch upon. Yeah, no, whoever designed that, like, what, what, what are you thinking? <laughs> what were you thinking? No, seriously. It fucks everyone timing so bad if you have to let. The samurai take that auto. It's so not practical, but it's fun. It's not even, yeah, it's not even about that though. It's just about the fact that it, like, my melee said it was like four times more damage from proccing third eye now than it was before. And like, you now you just like want to constantly get hit. Always wants to like stand in, like, like optimization. I don't, like back in, um, verse, we, we optimized samurai. They were taking bird cleaves left and right just to proc their third eye. And that's what it's going to be like when it comes to Samurai Optimization too. where you're just going to want to stand in every single AoE and then have everybody else adjust to you. And that kind of design, I think, in like overall in this game, I don't think it's healthy because like the majority of the content people do aren't going to be in like that static environment. So if you try to like do that in like Party Finder or something, I feel like you're just going to grief. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big I think that needs to change. I think it does, too, because the big reason is because if you don't do that, you miss a Kaiten in the opener. Uh, oh my god! So basically, you have to choose to only kaiten Higanbana and Oninamikiri. But if you do this, you can kaiten Madare, an extra Madare in the opener. So that's I think that's the big reason why it's even like a thought Ugh. in people's mind. Um, but that being said, if you don't do that again, the uncursed opener is very fluid for them. If you kind of follow the same train of thought. You just kind of build upon what you would do now. You generally fit a Higanbana, you fit uh, an Oninamikiri, a Keishinamikiri, and I think a Madari Subame inside of uh, all inside of buffs. It's you can still hit everything in there. So um, that's that's all the big things. We just have to hope for maybe quick raid wides because if you have quick raid wides, then you can just use it on the first raid wide. At the start yeah, of the usually game. that's usually that's the case too. Yeah, so. That's, uh, I think that'll be the reality, is just third, making sure you, it's almost assumed you will always have an AoE to third eye at the start. 
at some point. <laughs> Listen, people early pull all the fucking time. I, I hope every A we that you but can. But you're taking that into consideration, and <laughs> God damn it, I don't like it. No, I, I hope every. Like this is, this is, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. You, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was going to hope, I hope every single A we in the game continue forward just gives you a damage down if you stand in it now. Yeah. Or do. <laughs> this is why I call, this is why I call Samurai's fucking divas because of this shit. <laughs> yeah, vault-ups aren't good enough. Any, you can't discourage somebody by telling them they'll take more damage. You have to tell them they'll yeah, do less. Exactly. Or kill them, which is less damage. And oh, I got a bone stack. Nope. That's why we Heals call adjust. Them, just remember, we call bone stacks fun now. We call those fun stacks. <laughs> yeah. Fun. What the fuck is this, Undertale? What are you talking about? <laughs> Like that's that's Where was my adloquium? Considered, it's like, oh, I take more. Oh no, sixteen fun stacks. Collect, collect. It's gonna all. be fun optimizing like a static, but I can't. Just thinking of that third, new third eye in Party Finder just makes me cringe. Yeah, <laughs> for good fucking reason. Oh man, uh, but yeah, Samurai Samurai looks like it's gonna be sh- pretty strong. Like uh, comparatively mm-hmm. to Black Mage Machina, Samurai looks like the most cut and dry. Like. Yeah, I could just take this instead of the other melees. I still want a ninja, but I could take this, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel that bad as long as the player skill matched what the job was capable of. I suppose. Fuck that, y'all love y'all love that lit. I love it more now. If anything, yeah. Although I play mm-hmm. monk, I don't give a shit. I have boot shine. Fuck you. I don't want you. Yeah, there's not, yeah. I mean, actually, it's funny. <laughs> oh God, man. <laughs> oh. They're like indirectly nerfing crit direct hit jobs just by having all these auto crit direct hit abilities on every job. Yeah, I don't auto direct hit. I'll take a bard still. Stall. <laughs> I heard that. Stall. <laughs> Stall. It's okay. I also like three percent damage buffs. When you go to ether, you can play summoner. <sighs> yeah, which one we talk about next? I got. I got worse for both. Let's go. I'm ready. All right. I'm on my hands. Can you hear this? Well, that's it for the show. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> I've got nowhere. I've got nowhere All right. to hide. All right. I'll give you. I'll give you the not new one first. Then I'll give you Ninja. Yeah. I, I mean, both. I have to compare them to each other. So it doesn't really matter. Should we pick? Well, it's Ninja. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about Ninja? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can you talk about Shasha first? <laughs> I my melee was actually talking about that how he was uh, basically game. ninja burst is kind of scuffed now because of the way uh, uh, Fujin Fujin works. Ah, uh, you mean uh, you mean uh, Raiju? Forked Raiju? Raiju, Raiju, yeah, 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 Raiju. Yeah, yeah. Did, do like, you know yeah, what the cursed weird. ninja opener is? No, nah, no. So the big thing with cursed ninja is that it foregoes trick attack potency for overall fight potency. Is the big thing that it does. So essentially, it's like. Suiton, I'm just going to name like the GCDs. Trick is after the third GCD in this opener, by the way, <laughs> in case you're wondering about trick timings. It would be mm-hmm. the regular Hutan, Doton, Hide, Suiton. It would be Suiton, Raiton, not not the yep. Kasati. Suiton, Raiton, Forked, Fleeting, Kyosho, TCJ, Forked, Fleeting, Raiton, Forked, fl- uh, I'm sorry, Forked, Fleeting, Phantom, Raiton, Forked, Fleeting, uh, and then you start your one, two, three at some point after all that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sounds about right. It looks like it's gonna be like, again, like really fast paced, but yeah, it's. 
I don't want to do all those force flea. Like, as soon as you are in any fight where you ha- you can't be in melee range for any point, you're just like... <laughs> does... does, mm-hmm. does Wait, does TCJ write on proc? Yes. No. Yes, it yes. does. No. It does. No. Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's... Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, so you're basically doing... Four, three or four in the opener. Three, yeah, you're doing, you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's the first Raiton Forked Fleeting. Then uh-huh. it's your Hyosho. Then it's TCJ. After your TCJ, yeah. it's Forked Fleeting, and then Phantom from your Bunshin. And then you are, and then you're doing another Raiton into Forked Fleeting. I think the idea is to hit the Bunshin in Forked Fleeting, Phantom, Forked Fleeting. That's that's your Bunshin like consumer. Bunshin doesn't proc off magic though, does it? No, but you're using it on Forked and Fleeting. Oh, okay. Forked and fleeting are weapon skills on the GCD. As a oh, okay. They're not considered magic. No, they're considered weapon. Okay. Skills. Yeah. So All right, I mean, that's that's okay. I guess. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of weird. It's kind of like a weird design. You think they'd put on like something less common, but I mean, I don't know. They didn't. <laughs> uh, we'll see how it works in like you know execution, right? Yeah. But yeah, it sounds uh, kinda weird. Stronger Baba you use the Suiton from TCJ to Mesui. Mesui just gives that's you stronger. That's also a weird Baba. change. Yeah. 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 That's such a weird change. Uh and then you also have to mug, I think, between the Suiton and the Raiton in your opener. So you have to get in range to mug between Suiton and Raiton so you can Yeah, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because oh yeah. No, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, because no, actually, you need to bunch in, I think, before the first forked. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, God, that's so many things. Oh, wait, no, is that the pot? I don't even remember anymore. It hurts my brain. Just know that trick was third GCD in that opener, so that becomes standard. Everyone mm. needs to be ready to trick on three. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. I don't know how to feel this yet. There's a, there's a lot of, rest- like, the thing with that, right, like it's definitely gonna make it more complex, just from like it's it's way more restrictive now, right? So that's gonna like in not like indirectly add complexity to the job, which is you know cool for people like like us who like like that kind of stuff. Um, it's really weird though because I feel like that directly kind of disassociates with what they're saying about how they want to make the jobs like Shadowbringers difficulty when it might be like something like Stormblood difficulty. And it really feels like a lot of these new jobs too are harder in some way or another. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Well, it looks why are like, you laughing? Well, because it hurts my soul to think about. Um, it, what if you look at the way the jobs are designed in Shadowbringers, and you add yeah. the new skills? You mm-hmm. can you can very easily figure out all this not curse shit that makes complete sense for how we were already playing the game, and you could do that, and it would be fine, and it would just it's it. Everyone is taking the changes and making curse shit out. <laughs> is the big thing. Yeah, that I've noticed. that is naturally right. Yeah. Like you know, the player base always finds a better rotation than like what usually what the devs uh, intend you to oh, do. Yeah, because if if you yeah. if so, there's another route you can go where you forego using forked and fleeting super frequently, and instead you do something that's like a traditional fourth. You could do, and this is something that I worked out after a while, and I had to go through a few iterations. But essentially, you start similarly, like you're you're. Beginning is almost completely identical. You even do a spinning edge because combos last thirty seconds now, so you can. That's do so good, by the way. Yeah. yeah, 
You can do going back to machinist. You can you can literally on machinist now drill air anchor chainsaw do two hypercharge windows and not drop combo. So yep. that's can we tell my combo through black fire and foul ruin and all those trios and you combo? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with so the idea is you go spinning into trick, but you don't have a shadow fang anymore. So you would then Hyosho Raiton TCJ Raiton. That's your trick window. Like if you do the uncursed shit. That's mm-hmm. completely reasonable to be able to do. And then you just forked fleeting after that. But that's not the best. So curse shit it is. You know, Stahl's picture on Discord is like exactly how I feel right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for anyone who's watching, Stahl's picture on screen is not her picture on Discord. Her picture on Discord is the ultimate doom and gloom face. <laughs> and... uh it's it's like uh, how would I describe it? It's, it's like this one, this. Yeah, but with the eyes closed more. It's more like it's more like if I'm gonna use it. I don't I don't I don't have a specific anime, but I've seen enough anime clips to to pick it up. It's like if somebody was about to murder somebody in Danganronpa. It's more like that's the, the face I would. It's more like the ironic like you look up at somebody and they're like super angry after what you've just said kind of look. Mm-hmm. Anime look. Like a disgusted look, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. But like looking down at someone, like, what did you just say to me? It's like that, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A Sly finds a reference every time. I can't. I don't. I don't watch enough anime. I, I couldn't do it. Anyway. That's it. Yeah, Ninja. What else did you have to say about Ninja? Because I ended up just talking. Let's about let's him. get to. Uh, I'll make I'll make a cross right. I'll come back to it because I think it's important to talk about Reaper because it kind of directly associates with Reaper. Uh, mm-hmm. I know where this is. So if we're done with Ninja, yeah, we can. I'm we can, scared. We can move on. Scared? You want to play Reaper? Is that? Are you scared to learn cursed shit about Reaper now? Yeah. Why are you scared? There is some cursed shit about Reaper. I'm not gonna lie. There is. There is. Some- Every job has been cursed. No, no, no. Reaper, Reaper, Reaper is just triple and shroud back to back cursed. That's not the worst thing that could happen. Just don't hurt my Harvest Moon. <laughs> <laughs> you do you just want to play it because it has an attack called Harvest Moon. Yeah, I want to play it just because of that. <laughs> Are you just going to literally, you're going to go into Duty Finder and you're going to pre-pull Solso and Harvest Moon and then just charge up another one and then throw it? <laughs> That's all you're going to Yes, as an island sanctuary main, this is something I have to do. <laughs> island sanctuary. Oh, stall. Never change. Anyway, don't do it. One button rotation, exactly. All right, so I have things I can say about Reaper, but you seem to have like a very focused point to make. Yeah. Me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yes it Whoever is. created Arcane Crest, that that skill is not that skill is not balanced. No. That needs a nerf heavily. That was my thing. Okay. And you yeah. were gonna compare it to know, Shape boring, Shift but... versus everything else, I assume. That was Yeah, thing. I don't know why Shape Shift is still two minutes. Yeah. If you're gonna have Arcane Crest which is one fourth of cooldown and ten potency less, but also gives a basically an indom to the party. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that skill is usable in uh, old Ultimate, which is going to break those fights too. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Yeah. So that needs a nerf, in my opinion, yeah. or a cooldown increase of some sort. Yeah, two minutes maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sixty seconds it would 60. be fine, I think. Okay, there you go. That's it. Yeah, and that's, that's it. You have nothing else to say about Reaper, huh? 
That's really strong. I mean, I like the portal mechanic. That's kind of cool for like, uh, um, oh, actually their, uh, spell, I believe is really potent, right? Harp is 300 potency, yes. Yeah. Is that their, is that their AOE? Or, not sorry, ranged ability? Yes, that's their ranged spell, yeah. Yeah. And which is weird because like I was talking with Happy and like we were like we were talking about the, the opener and um, ingress or egress procs harp. Yeah. And Happy's like, yeah, you wanna you wanna do harp. Well ingress. Harp pre pull, yeah, yeah. The idea would be to harp pre pull because you'll hit and then you'll ingress yeah. in, not to use it to get an instant harp. At least for the opener. Right. Um, however, right. you could also just ingress or egress out of combat, harp and then run in. You could also just very yeah. equally do that as well. Because you do mm-hmm. not have a lot of OGCDs on Reaper, you are completely able to do either. But either way, you should get a harp in the opener. There's no reason not to. Yeah. The only concern I have is the first GCD being delayed because Reaper's timers are very tight to fit into buffs because they're all GCD-based. So even that one-second delay on the GCD going into the opener could be a potential problem. Yeah, and that's what you said, yeah. Yeah. So, cause yeah. It looks really strong, though. Like It has a lot of utility. Yeah. It's going to be really good in like progression, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Arcane Crest is really good. The only thing that's going to be troll as fuck is when you get healers that don't want to DPS and they just cost you sacrifice stacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's not that big of an issue. Because you, you can only get one stack mm-hmm. per person who ha- who is in your party. You can't get, like, two or three from the same person. So you can't have somebody making up for the healer and not giving you a sacrifice stack. And, and the uh, sacrifice lasts only, what, five seconds? Uh, yeah, five seconds they have to proc it. Essentially, they yep. have two GCDs yep. worth of time to proc it. Um, yep, five seconds. Yeah. So, if you ever have a really lazy healer, it might not be great, but it's, uh, otherwise it should be fine. Yep, it's the same with Monk, actually, right? No, cause so Monk actually, because you get eight. It's because you overcap. Yeah, because yeah. you overcap yeah. so much, it actually doesn't matter at all. Oh, yeah, that kinda sucks. Yeah. But it's also it's only actually going to be, be like a thirty potency loss. And honestly, again, the odds of this happening are so slim. Like you have to have a healer who casts nothing because nobody's taking any damage. Not just well, not think of hit the boss. Think of like like burst windows that happen during like um, AOE damage, right? Like there was one on Titan, mm-hmm. for example, where uh, one of the final bursts encompassed the enrage, so healers won't be able to you know proc as many what are they called immortal sacrifices. For the for yeah. the Reaper there, I'm pretty sure like, that a healing GCD does still proc it. I think no way. I think That'd be does. cool. I think it does. Um, so it's I'm talking about like when you're using it casually in like dungeon content where people are just like super fucking lazy. Huh. Uh, I think I, if it does have to hit, then yeah, that is a problem. I don't remember. Um, but I, I think it. In fact, I'll check the tooltip again right now. I think it does it say says- that it has to hit the opponent in order for it to. Proc. So it says successfully land a web skill or cast a spell. Or cast a spell. Yeah, it says cast yeah. a spell. It says it, so. That's that's the ambiguity to it that I I think you probably I, I don't wait know to unlock it. Yeah. It. yeah. Um, it does yeah. say just cast a spell? So if it is, if it goes by exactly the tooltip, then a healing spell should proc. I think they understand that that's a reasonable thing because, as you said, that situation very much happens where there's no way you're casting a broil or casting a malefic or something like that. So. Yeah, like the end of Oracle 2 happened where it, I, uh, I, I will say, like towards the very end. going back to Astro and, um, and, uh, Sage, I mean, Numa and Macrocosmos would fall in line with that since they are 
offense. I love that they did. I want more of that. More going back to healers. A GC. I like multi-purpose tools like that. Yeah. I, because mm-hmm. you do not use it for damage in single target. Yeah, in a dungeon you'd probably just use it because on trash. Oh, yeah. But who gives a shit, right? It's dungeon. Um, but on a single target boss, you are using it as your GCD to deal damage. It's forcing you to make the decision to use your GCD on not a glare, essentially, or not a malefic, or not anything. Mm-hmm. It's 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 forcing you to make that decision. And then giving it a multiple purpose. I think they need more of that. In fights like T2 where, um, you know, it's two target, yep. it's also going to add some interesting, like, micro-optimizations. So, like, man, I want to hit, like, here so I can get, like, an extra use and, like, yeah. Well, that's what it is, right? Oh, oh, hey, that was good. <laughs> Typically a micro-optimization was also the pun. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, is it called, like, uh, exactly. microcosmos as exactly. the buff? Yeah. Yeah. Macrocosmos mm-hmm. and microcosmos. This show has really been me and Momo talking and you two sighing. <laughs> Except I'm in range okay, physical. <laughs> stalls like it's, it's stalls like it's past five in the morning and this is perfectly fine. Oh, it's almost six. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, it is almost six. <laughs> that schedule you got. It's fine. I can get breakfast. That's pretty good. Hey. That is a big pro. That is indeed a sigh of the realm. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, True yeah. and accurate. Yeah, Reaper's big thing is just a lot of its its kit is loaded onto the GCD. That's the big thing that I think kind of, it's not overlooked, but I don't see anyone really talking like, oh my god, that's such high potency, it's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, it's all on the global cooldown, that's why. That's Again, it goes back to that. Everything that's off the global cooldown for them is... Like, Lemmyer Slice is 200 potency. That's like their big and shroud OGCD. It's like it contributes 400 mm-hmm. potency to every gauge use versus the like thousand from Communio and the like 540 that comes from all the GCDs. It's like this is nothing. Yeah. So, but I think it's also intuitive, fun, and not too ping unfriendly because of how much GCD use it is. The only thing is Lemmyer Slice, and that's just, you'll use it twice every every time. There is some double weaving stuff that could happen, but I think it's pretty high ping friendly despite it having that kind of machinist vibe. Same with Summoner, honestly, having their Garuda skills being kind of a machinist vibe also. And hardly anything breaks a combo. That's another good thing about fucking Reaper. Like, hardly, like, I tried. I was, like, really trying to break a combo. By doing anything, hardly anything breaks the combo. There's one mm-hmm. thing that bl- breaks the flow, and it's it's if you go into Enshroud with any Soul Reaving stacks. That's true. It will yeah. get rid of your Soul Reaving stacks because you're using those skills. So uh, mm. that is the only consideration, and that is minor. You shouldn't be going into Enshroud right after using yeah. that anyway. Mm-hmm. So no. I think people should be very excited about Reaper. It'll be, it'll, that and Summoner, if you want to play a fast feeling job, but you're afraid of your ping, those, these two are jobs I think you'll feel comfortable on. Just not yeah. machinists. <laughs> definitely not machinists. <laughs> oh man. Uh, definitely not Gunbreaker either. You are 100% fucked with high ping now on Gunbreaker. <laughs> do not do that. Yeah, but Arcane Crest. I, I wasn't that excited about it when I first saw it. I remember in my video, I'm like, eh. And then I thought about it more, I'm like, wait. It's pretty good. <laughs> why? Yeah, it's like why is the shade shift, but a little bit weaker, but on one fourth the cooldown, and with healing. Yeah, and with like a AOE heal. Don't worry, maybe shade shift can just give you fork, fork and fleeting ride shift. 
Yeah, I mean, hey, he was arguably oh, stronger no. than the mitigation aspect. <laughs> Saul is like, don't say that. <laughs> no more forked and fleeting, right? You I mean, did you really need Aeolian Edge? I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, there are other Actually, you know what? When you think about it, too, Ninja's like the um, like least benefactor from Bloodbath, too. Didn't you say so like that it's just like, like a minutes ago? Yeah, but when you compare it to like Reaper. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Reapers. <laughs> and so Shroud, it's just like and Shroud Bloodbath yeah. is pretty fucking stupid. Although Camino is a spell. Yeah, it is a spell. It's like a thousand potency, right? Yeah, a thousand potency spell. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Um, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing doesn't make any sense on Reaper. There's one thing that it doesn't hurt the job, but it doesn't help the job. Why does Bloodstalk transform into another skill that has the exact same I don't understand that. It's, it's cool. It's, yeah, it's way too dank. That's definitely what it is. It's definitely way too dank emote that I don't have enabled. Idea. I don't. There's no good reason. I think though. I think the animation is actually different, specifically to make it like look cooler, for like mm-hmm. the slice and like the two slices being back to back. But that's it. So enjoy. I guess. Have fun. Yeah. I mean, I probably won't play it, but I mean, it looks cool. Sad face. Yeah. Oh, the sound effects are really good, too. Yes, the sound effects are fantastic. Really good. <laughs> oh, I might play, we'll see. We already have the gear. I already, I already checked it out. 2.46 is fine. Did they, 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 they lose a little bit from Enshroud, the value, but you could still do it at 2.46. In fact, I think 2.46 is a little better. I'm gonna say. Yeah. 2.46, Reaper. Worth. And even and one thing about uh, Reaper, another thing about Reaper, the AOE feels good too. Like I, like it just feels like better than Dragoon. Which Dragoon? Uh, stop. We just improved ours. It's okay. Yeah, so I was so, saying, like Dragoon's pretty good. Yeah, like it, like for when I did AOE in in, in the dungeon, so it just felt so good, uh-huh. and I'm like. Like I just, I just had so much fun just going around doing AOEs and mobs and shit, and, like, and, and having a, a AOE debuff as well with uh, Whirl of World like Whirl that, so. of Death is ridiculous. <laughs> I love Whirl of Death. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, that applies the ten percent damage buff you get the Reaper themselves mm-hmm. get, and any target that dies gives you Soul Gauge. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like they, they yoink Soul Survivor from Dark Knight and give it to to Reaper. Yeah. And made Reaper. Yo, that's yeah. messed up. <laughs> well, it's like PvP Soul Survivor, I think. Because doesn't didn't Soul Survivor just give you the health back and then did no you did did you do it gave you mana I'm pretty sure yeah I think it gave you mana too but this also increases your damage dealt by like ten percent for the whole duration yeah so. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, World of Death is, is very good. Not to mention Harvest Moon is AoE, you know, they have Grim, Grim Suede, they have Gluttony, they Grim have Junio, they have every, every, I mean, to be fair, Dragoon does get their new, uh, Wormwind thrust every six GCDs in AoE mm-hmm. also, because they get it every double, every second Draconian Fury also, so. That's crazy. Yeah, that's nice as well. And, uh, yeah, but the, 
Overall, while there's some cursed shit going on with the jobs, I'd be hard-pressed to say that outside of a couple decisions, any decision I think was a, was a bad one. Other than really six. What do you... A bad decision, like, made on the dev's part? Ten. Yeah, you forgot, you forgot, um, whatchamacallit, um, Fang Claw and Willing. So, yeah, ten. No, 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 on your AoE rotation, you get it every six. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, you get it more frequently. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only things that are a little weird is Lily Bell. I think that's a big one. Um. Arcane Crest. Arcane Crest being too strong and too many Fork and Fleetings. And Third Eye giving us. <laughs> no, see, that makes it, that's, that's fine. That's our fault. Alright. <laughs> we're Okay, the, I mean, that's, that's fair. That's we, fair. We, a lot of these decisions are not like, if you, again, if you apply them to how we play the game already, they all make sense. But we don't, yeah. we're not like, oh, let's just keep doing that. Everyone's like, hold on. No, 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 no. Oh, thin air too. Yeah, thin air too. Thin air, yeah. White Mage probably yeah. has the most questionable upgrades. Yeah, I would say it has the most to be improved upon, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's not it's bad. It's just boring. Something's concerning. Well, it's not boring. It's fine. It's fun. It's just the everything else. Yeah, I mean, like, the, I, why do they just want those heals that they really need? Like, it's the same as Scholars. Like, they didn't really need anything to emphasize upon. The thing right. is, why Mage's biggest strength is their GCD healing, and, mm-hmm. no, no, like, the Thin Air thing, the Thin Air change is, like, it kind of, you know, it goes against what White Mage is, like, known for being good at, which is the right. only thing they're really good at, which is, like, reactionary healing, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, so that kind of just, you know, yeah, it's weird. A little, a little weird. But, either way, I mean, I, I think, the cursed shit that you just need to eliminate it and we'll be fine. <laughs> make shit mm-hmm. only usable. I hate to say making IR usable only in combat, but you know, because people like to animate the fuck out of shit and just decimate through towns. But <laughs> it might need to happen. <laughs> Listen, you know how upset warrior mains will be if they can't just inter release and then spam decimate in, in Charlene? Come on now. I know my warrior main friends well enough. They want to do it. They definitely want to do it. Um, but they might, they might have to just in combat change a ton of shit. <laughs> so even if it's less efficient compared to what you could do with the cursed openers, it's just, that's what it is. It's just no cursed shit. Yeah. And Red Mage, I'm sorry, no matter what they do for you, you are fucked. I'm just letting you know right now. There is no, I don't think they can do anything to uncurse Red Mage. Can they just get rid of the charges on the, their stuff? I suppose, yeah. They just take away mobility. Oh, they're gonna be like, yeah, we're just gonna take away this extra but, mobility we gave you. Yeah, but I mean, it's not, that's the thing though. Is it really mobility? Cause like I've said, like, I don't really think there's any spots ever in a fight where I'm like, having two core cores would be really good here. Or having like two displacements or anything like that would be really good. You know, it's just like. I guess I said, I, I, uh, I see inner chaos eating IR stacks kind of stops the curse shit. No, it doesn't because you do it at 15 seconds in pre-pull so that you can do one, two, three. The only problem is infuriate, but I think people are assuming that you'll get an extra one overall. There's some weird shit I've seen with Warrior that I've, has been justified to some degree and I'm like, I don't want you to justify this. Don't do that. Don't justify this at all. Hey, Darkman doesn't need to suffer with that, so. I saw one for Delirium also. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying they don't need to worry about infuriate. Oh yeah, you're right. More cursed. Got it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, what you'd be getting six blood spillers plus the thing is, right? Dark Knight didn't really lose anything; they just got stuff. And like Dark Knight's, uh, Dark Knight's like pretty much double even for like the first 
six or seven GCDs. Uh, so like, it's just going to be even more intense now. Like their, their damage and their buffs is going to be, it's probably going to be massive. And their shadow also has Shadowbringer too. <laughs> yeah, that's an extra hit, right? Or no, well, it replaces flood. flood of Shadow, so it's just a yeah. potency. It's a potency upgrade. Blood so weapon is fine, guys. Copium. <laughs> Sag. Sag, Madge, definitely not. Definitely not Oakage. Or Glass. Just one. Yeah. 2.38 Dark Knight forehead, then you will never have blood or blood ba- or blood weapon issues. When do we? Yo, do you think we see paladins uh, instead of getting rid of a holy spirit? There's melt spell speed smile. No, never, <laughs> never, never, <laughs> never, never. Spell please no. Speed. Please, please. No. I remember for memes back in uh, Stormblood, I melted all spell speed on Bard to see how low I could get my songs. Oh my god! Yeah. Spell speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It only went down for like three seconds. Hey. Across a fight, that's like one more balance. <laughs> that's like one more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. Well, this show went on. There, I, we could say a million more things. I'm sure people get like, "How did they not talk about this?" Yeah. Well, the show's been going for three hours. So if you have that to say, shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can literally have to. We, stop we love the show you. At some point. We love you. Thank you so much for watching. But, <laughs> but also, yeah, if you're complaining that we missed something, shut up. That's it. That's it. Listen, I'm not could, gonna, I'm not messing around anymore, man. You could say why Mitch has some glaring issues. Oh my. So that's our show for today. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming out. I really appreciate it. Thank you to our guest, Momo and Stall. Really fucking appreciate it. I've, uh, I Wait, I like that one. Why do you like that one? That one's too easy. You that like requires no I like it. <laughs> That requires no thought. I gotta find the one from yesterday. What? I spent about 15 minutes. What do you mean, what? You know that didn't require any effort in your mind to come up with? That's Says the person who said magic for magic barrier. And you had to figure it out. That proves how good it was. It was subtle. That was only because I didn't really think of magic barrier. I forgot the name for a second. That's not my fault. <laughs> what, you doing, what you just said is the equivalent of saying why don't summoners get invited to parties they ruin everything that's literally the equivalent of what you just said yeah like why are ninjas always on time yeah why they're right on time exactly right on time yeah yeah, yeah. see <laughs> why are why would summoners make good uh, make good models because they have nice physique They're all so easy. Bruh. (laughs) Anyway. I think their physique is anything but fine. (laughs) Yeah, true. They really sucker. Anyway. Moving on. Uh. (laughs) So, you guys, thanks for coming on, Stall and uh, Mama. Uh huh. Thank you, son. What? Thank you, Stall. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Stall. No, 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 no. You know what? No, 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 no. You get, you know, they've been doing theirs. Like, like you know, Spider-Man rule. Everybody gets one. Do you do you have a pun that you you want to let out before you make it a good I one? I don't. I Would actually you like don't. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that one, Soleil? Okay, should you say it again? I didn't hear it. Oh, you didn't hear it? <coughs> yeah? Again, again. 
What do you say? <laughs> Come on, what does I say it again? I said, yeah. would you like to improv? <laughs> Momo, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> that was a real sly way of doing that, Momo. Sorry. <laughs> I was just trying to jump on the uh, the hype, you know? <laughs> It's so much hype. It's so much hype. Your you might your spine might shatter. <laughs> oh, we're just gonna sit here and wait for everyone else to just see puns. Is that what's, what's happening? <laughs> so, Stall, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, thank you again, thanks for having me. Oh, so, uh, so alright, let's, let's do sign offs. I guess Stall, where can everyone find you at? Twitch.tv slash Stall, uh, Stalala underscore on Twitter, and Stalala on YouTube. Yeah. Yes. Anything else? Any plans? Friend Walker? Streams? I, oh, you can't say a schedule. That's impossible. I, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> skip all the story though. Okay, so so it'll be it'll be friendly, stream friendly. Kind of, yeah. I'm not intending to look at the story till next year. Okay, there you go. So stall streams whenever she is awake, <laughs> and won't be doing the story, and is dancer main sad face. Apparently, those are the three things. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. Maybe hopefully bard main. Okay, hopefully bard main. So dancer main, got it. Yeah. <laughs> I just like I just don't hear a sigh. She's so there's so much it's so much emphasis on the sigh. It's just <sighs> Maximum. Maximum sadness. Well thank you again for coming on. <laughs> and if you think of a pun, feel free to DM it to Sly. I look forward to it. Uh Momo. Hey. I'm scared to let you speak, but why? Because I feel like Sly's gonna leave before. <laughs> before I mean, it could be worse, right? I, I could be like fold, you know. Don't, don't. <laughs> he he's the one who keeps telling me to get fold on State of the Realm. Oh really? Yeah, that's not an. I don't know if you could. No. That's too much chaotic energy. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really got a chaotic spring. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> that's it. Um, I mean, you can catch me, you know, twitch.tv slash FFXWMomo. Same with Twitter, twitter.com slash FFXWMomo. And YouTube, youtube.com slash FFXWMomo. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else to say. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a bit of a hot shot in the community. It's <laughs> <laughs> a machinist pun. <laughs> Okay, I can't think of any more funds. It's alright. You were really thanks, the thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Nobody caught that one from me. Good. Moving on. Hi, Sly. <laughs> I'm here. Hi. Hi. What's going on? How you doing? Where can they find you at? On the internet. <laughs> no. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash sly, aka grayfox. You can find me on Twitter at slythefox. Um, yeah, uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. 
where the week after next, I literally won't have time to do anything between then October 27th and in Walker has that. Like I still want the time to do anything. So, um, next week, um, doing a subathon. After that, I'm taking a sort of mini staycation because I'm going to need it for like, because that those are going to be the only days I'll get off in the next three months, probably. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just waiting on Super Robot Wars 30. Um, after that, SMT5, which I'll have a shotgun right before, uh, in Walker. So, yeah. Pray for me. <laughs> um, Haps, can you, uh, can you tell them where they can find you without the use of a pun? Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> we gotta stop ah, stalling. Got him! Fuck! <laughs> there it is. I heard that. There it is. Okay, that was your one. That was your one. That was your one. I asked for it. So I came up with about six puns in the time you're doing your outro. Uh, oh, I know. Same. I, I, I'm I, I just thinking of all these different puns. I saw you said you went on staycation. I was like, so it'd be a little elusive for a little bit. Got it. All right. <sighs> Oh, we could sure. say, I think, I think, I think, uh, Sly's gonna be infuriated right now. He's definitely, oh, he's, he's, he's definitely, <laughs> this look, this look that he's giving me, it's, it's, it's stern, it's like a dragon sight. Yeah. I think you just need to shake it <laughs> off, Sly. Tell him where they can find you, Haps. Alright, I'm done, I'm done with this Kurth and Torment, anyway. So you can find me, Mister Mister Happy One Two Two Seven, everywhere. That's it. And uh, I am I'm in fourteen mode, which sucks because I actually want to play some other stuff, but I'm just refusing to make time for it. Uh, fortunately, tomorrow I don't have to think about what I'm going to be doing because we have uh, we have the first of not however many days of rich tea because. Uh, that's that starts tomorrow. That's what it is. It'll be yay. I'm not yay. saying I'm not saying our, our name for it, Momo. While you're here, I'm not doing it. Can I say it? Don't say it. Can I say it? Don't say it. Can I say it? Don't say it. If can I say it? Do it. Do it. CBT. <laughs> Come on, it's good. Not for what you want it to mean. What? Don't you want me? You know how I know when you know exactly what I'm talking about when you yell. It's okay. We're going to release our inner beast. It's going to be good. I think Rich has us by the balls tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. I can even pun off that. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, we're going to be spending quite some time working on that. Uh, I was working on my Black Mage Bist today. Uh, we're going to be doing not super long hours, because not everyone can afford to do the super long hours, but it'll just be an event over time. We'll, pretty much every day possible we'll be in T trying to finish Rich's triple legend status. So we can truly upset social media to the maximum this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. We're going to go berserk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're using skills that upgrade in the skill. Like, we don't even use that skill anymore. <laughs> like, it's, it's like a low-level skill, and you're still... It's just, it's not, it's not safe. It's not safe. Yeah. Oh, man. 
that's fine. I've too, I've got too many. I could I'll stay. I'll stay. I'll hold on. <laughs> yeah, we could go all all day about puns. Yeah, we sure could. Um, but that's that's what I'm up to. I'm just going to be doing a lot of. I've got a bunch of other video stuff. I've got some other projects that I can't talk about yet in the works. I've got new emotes that are going to be coming out soon for Endwalker themed stuff for Twitch. So if you're a fan of things like that, I already showed them off a little bit earlier. I might show them off in uh, post as well. But that's what I've got planned. Also, because Stall didn't sh- shout it out, don't forget Stall and several others uh, are all part of an all women's uwu group that's going to be starting up in uh, oh, about what ten wow. days? It's on the twenty fifth. Oh, is it? I don't. Remember. Oh, I, I guess it is. It's it's it's, oh. it's in the tweet, but I <laughs> my brain is completely. You should probably know that stall. Ah, uh, you should probably yeah, yeah, Saul. So, you, you, should, uh, you should, I need to level my warrior faster. I guess. Yeah, you guess you do. Yeah, so there is that. So don't forget, a, a, a lot of a lot of women in our community are going to be banding together, take on Uwu together. Uh, so don't forget about that as well. Stall will be among them, and we'll be playing warrior, and is uh, scared out of her mind. So encourage her. Uh, I would highly advise. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I say encourage. She says, oh, no. That's it. Yeah, just boost it. Somebody buy her a boost. Just fix this real quick. There you go. I see you're taking care of stall. Someone's got you. Someone will get you a boost. That's Wait, can I, can, I sh- yeah. can I shout out something, too? Yeah, what's up? Free advertisement, right? Yes. Uh-huh. My white mage video will be up almost either today or tomorrow. Oh. Go check it out. I was afraid. Yeah, no, you think it was going to be bad? No, no, no. I did think it was going to be bad, yes. Oh, no, yeah, no. Why are you have such a bad opinion of me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hanging out, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so go enjoy that. I was surprised you didn't mention that earlier. That's why I mentioned Stall's thing, because I was like, I didn't know if, it, if I was allowed to. Well, why? I've just taken three <laughs> hours of your time. No, you're not allowed to. How dare you tell people that you're you're you've worked on something and are proud of it, and they should find you and watch <laughs> it? How how so very dare you even consider that? I really want. Yeah, to how dare you? Right here, I'm holding back on a pun so bad. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, with that, <laughs> we're gonna move on into a short post show because the show ran very long, as expected it would. But we appreciate everyone taking your time. Thank you again to our sponsor, Steel Series, and over on Patreon. Thank you to them. But we will see you next week for Air Zivia. Don't forget, Sly. Next week is Air Zivia. <laughs> what? Why? Why are you doing that? <coughs> no, it's coffee. <laughs> no, I mean him. Why are you looking at me like that? No. And I need to get. Where did the outro go? My outro thing changed. Hey! I'm supposed to end the show! Why would you do this? My outro thing, like, See you next week. There it is. Okay, I fixed that. Based on incident, zero. No, it's fine. They didn't see it, so it didn't happen. There you go. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Going to short post show. Thank you again to our guests, and we'll see you next week with more puns. Love you, Sly. Yeah.